Stars Without Number Revised, Black Star, Season 1, Episode 3. I am Devin the Referee, and to my <laughs> left we have X-Plane Y. Nicole playing cartographer Hickson. And Peter as Gaius Kalos. So, gang, who would like to recap what happened last session on Bellum? Murder. A lot of really gruesome murder. So we had a, a date with, what's her name? Thanatosis? <laughs> yeah, that, one, that one great. I mean, she just got shot in the head, and then she continued. That was alarming. That is alarming. Yep. Don't mess with the trace. Yes, you went to Mad Max World and saved some Fallout Vault Dwellers from Mad Max Raiders. Um, and basically a uh, barcode uh, filed off Klingon in a tank shooting guns at you and gasoline flamethrowers. And then you flew away with your people, the people that you took to sell. Yep. Oh, drugged up and happy. Otherwise, we wouldn't make it out to the atmosphere. <laughs> yes, because your atmosphere would go away. Did we leave yet, though? I thought we needed to trade cams. I think we traded the cams, just need to figure out what we trade them for or something. Yeah, because we never actually dealt with those cams. We used some of them, I think, but not mm. all of them. I actually remember what I was going to trade you guys for. Let me pause. Okay, we're back. So, um, I don't remember the factor's name. Um, Bethany, Barbarella, Bernard, Barbara Lafleur. Barbara Lafleur. So uh, she brings you to her house and goes through the floor, uh, which has just a lot of skeletons buried in it. But she has to like move aside some stuff uh, and brings out a old lockbox and says, "I will trade you." Wait, what was her voice like? Was she peppy? I don't remember what. I don't remember a goddamn thing. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if we ever talked to her. We talked to someone pretending to be her, but I don't know if we ever. No, we talked to her with her at the end of the episode. Well, hey, sports. So, I will trade you all of your drugs for the contents of this crate. What's in the crate? It's a mystery, like all of life's great things. It's really good, though. You'll love it. Is the crate like one of those stealth crates? <laughs> This is not a character. No, it's not a been... stealth crate. Okay. It doesn't admit... So like that fucking bitch from the last episode cheated us of a crate. A bunch of crates. Fives his mom. Well, what do you think, Hickson? I really want to know what's in that box. She's like shaking it a little right. and there's sound cover inside. Like a... Like something heavy. Hmm. What could it be? What could it be? Will they trade for the crate? The mystery crate! Nixon's also a little bit out of it right now. Because so. <laughs> of the murder? Yeah. That's the first time he's ever killed anybody. Like, he's barely <laughs> holding it together right now. Flashback to the desert with like someone ramping off a car exploding. Fucking limbs and guts everywhere. Like that was a really gruesome first I mean, time. You shot a guy it with another missile, killing him he and making it explode. Everywhere. They were just guts and blood and like fucking spraying us across the face and shit. I saw someone's liver. <laughs> and then you saw someone eat that liver. Oh yeah, they're big on eating people. Well, hope it's good enough. Alright, you give me the drugs? I guess. What do you think, Hickson? You're yes? opening the crate. Hmm? You're opening the crate. Okay. Alright, she takes the drugs, she puts them in the hole, covers the hole up, like a sand spider. <laughs> 
And then she sits down and shifts the crate over to you. I stand where she's standing. <laughs> I open it. It is uh, a mess of uh, machinery and high-tech components. It is two units of pre-tech salvage. Oh, nice. Ooh. Like, there's an infinity refractor in there, and a replicator uh, uh, processing core, and there's a bunch of other bits. Oh, excellent. That's very useful. Excellent. It didn't blow up in your face. Yes. I mean, yeah. I could make a bomb out of it, really. <laughs> Strangest thing happened. This little uh, flying pie plate came on down one day, and I shot it down. There are a bunch of little hobbity-looking folk with gray skin and big heads, and I executed them and stripped the ship for parts. Really? Yeah. Is there any left? Yeah, Either then people I or... <laughs> I'd be very curious to see these people, but I'm assuming they're all dead and eaten by now. <laughs> she, like, goes through the body pile. She has, like, the skulls underneath, like, the carpets and stuff, and, like, Pulls out a spoon made of bone. There you go, champ. Thanks. I wanted to see their skull, but not just the spoon. I'll have an alien doll. You write that down. Yeah, I'll write, I'll freaking keep track of this. I'll, you know, research it with DNA technology. (laughs) With science. What's going on with that? I'll throw science at it. Yeah, big old shiny chromed up pie plate, like a hubcap. Blew that bitch out of the sky. Well, sounds great. Okay, I think that's... That's a a fair trade, right? Yep, somewhat. You could use those components to turn a gun into a gun that never runs out of bullets. You can put that (laughs) You can also put that into a ship to make ship components that do weird things. Like make it go, you know, forever. Or a teleporter. Yeah. Ooh, we shouldn't sell this. We should just keep it until we get our own ship. Yeah, it's for you. Yeah. yeah. You can't You can't buy these. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to give five something. I guess we can give them the, like, size stems or something. Here's a spoon. Here's your... <laughs> <laughs> he wants 33 points. You have to pay him off. Yeah, I was, was going to say, we'll just pay him off. That's fine. That's Good fine. enough. We have... What's 33.33% of this? Uh, or 30... Four, I think you said percent of uh, that. Yeah. We have to figure out how much that is worth. So well, we, off. we still know how much the crates were worth. I think then the first episode about forty thousand credits was the crates worth. We'll figure that out when we have actual cash. <laughs> I mean, I have money, but probably I mean, not that much money. Yeah, not that much. You have. S- 1705 credits. I have $1,715. Alright. <coughs> okay. So I guess that's bellum for us. Because I don't think we want to stick around for longer. No, let's leave as soon as possible and never come back. <laughs> this was the worst day of my life. Ah. Including the days my parents sent me off to the freaking labor camp. Jesus. Uh, Okay, so you guys get into the space maggot, you load up on your people, they all go into their coma, and away! Away, away. Fives approaches you at near your guys' bunk room, because you share a room, obviously. So, how did it go? You mean the murder? 
He's staring at you with his centurion eye. <laughs> it went well. Uh, we got pretext salvage for the chemicals. Nice. Yes. You could um, use that to make a gun that fires forever. He's like, with his hand, he's like making a, pulling the trigger motion. <laughs> a guy I knew did that in the arena. That's useful. So we're thinking we're going to need to buy you out. That is acceptable. Cash is king. We don't have it right now, though. That's also fine. I know where you live. Next door to me. <laughs> That's right. I also don't sleep. And you <laughs> <I'm> do. <lying. laughs> but that's not really a threat, because I think I need you. I think we all need us to work on the ship or we'll die. I mean, yes. Just pay me when you have the money. Don't disappear. It'd be a dick move. <laughs> like, I don't even think he talked like that in the first episode. Uh, so it's he, like... was, he was pretty monotone. I, yeah. I, I did. I went out of my way to make him monotone. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go sterilize my hull. I'm gonna also do that. Hot <laughs> boiling water. I'm gonna have a shower. Yeah. <laughs> He was just covered in Raider. So don't you be covered in people? In Raider. <laughs> they weren't people. <sighs> okay, so the, uh, you know, Cam calls a group meeting. It's like, all right, people. So we have our cargo. We have our coordinates. We need to set a course. He points over to you. On this. Gaius. Guy for short. Sure, we'll need you to set a course, and we will head to Firma for a hopefully smooth transaction and a bit of a stopover. Parts of the space bag it could use some retrofitting and overhauling and de-verminating. Yeah, I think we'll take some short relief after this big bank here. Oh yeah, credit should roll on in. I, uh, Barbara was good enough to hook me up with one of her suppliers on uh, Firma, so I have their contact information and a few favors they can call in. So we're good to go. Perfect. So, we're still doing the Maltec round, Hickson? No. No? You don't want to do any more murder? No, <laughs> I don't want to do any more murder or murder by proxy. <laughs> oh, Hickson. That was horrible. Really horrible. That's so profitable. <laughs> okay. We... Shot the course and pilots. Alright. How long will it take us to get to Firma? It takes a day to get to the edge of the system. Then we're jumping one hex over from Caparaca to Tetragrammaton. Ah, Tetragrammaton. Perfect. Yeah. So just one hex over, which means six days divided by our effective spike drive of six. So that's one day. And then one day to Firma. So three days. All together? Yeah. Perfect. Alright, you guys gonna hang out in the three days? Talk to each other, talk to the crew? Yeah. Presumably, I'm also going to be kind of paranoiingly checking on the, uh... Crew? So the cargo? Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to get a read on their vitals when they're in hypersleep. They're basically dead. Mm. You had, what, 640 people on board? Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, 64 tons of 640 people. All stacked up neatly. Yeah, there's like cots and hammocks and like shelving, like basically very, very tight bunk bed setups 
there's collapse. They just had collapsible stuff like that in the ship because yeah. ship hull configurations come with stuff. Yep. It's like how a gym has that divider wall that can go on through. Well, I guess we hang out, figure out what's the plan for the next job, I suppose. And yeah. It'll help me uh, once we get a feel on uh, Firma. Get my feelers out, see what the uh, people are like, what kind of things they're into, what kind of stuff they have. You spend yeah. some time on Firma to get you connected. That's what this. I was saying, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I need to actually spend about a week somewhere before it kicks in, so... You got two weeks ago, yeah. So you didn't want to spend some extra time on Bell, hanging out with people, making no. connections? <laughs> Yeah, let's never go back to Bellum again. No, let's oh never, God. ever, ever do that. That um, was horrible. Let me just go back there. Was the, was the drug run worth it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, those things are hard to come by. Basically, you have to what have, things? Uh, pretty salvage. Oh, nice. Yeah. A guy who once took some of that and turned it into a gun that never ran out of ammo. Super fun. Yeah, so we heard. <laughs> From who? Everybody seems to be mentioning that. It's the obvious application of the technology. I mean, yes. Never gonna run dry in a firefight. You like those maple candies? This is really good. Yeah, I told you they were really good. <laughs> you didn't believe me. I did not believe you. I couldn't want any at the time. <laughs> That's the same thing. Delilah. <laughs> Delilah! <sighs> yeah, let's, uh, let's never go to Bellum. This place is awful. Yeah. Very awful. No, I'm excited I got a spoon. Made of people. Made of aliens. Oh, oh Barbara, tell you that story about the UFO? Yeah. That's fun. It's pretty where the salad came from. Huh. Neat. I just assumed she was drunk. Or high all the time. I heard Bellum had problems with that. Oh, yeah. You uh, definitely don't want to stay there too long. You'll. Uh, you start to go a little bit peculiar. Even if that wasn't the case, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll be a bit less mean after, well, we got that, uh, air, well, water, water filtration thing for them. Yeah, Barbara's trying to set up some sort of trade hub in that area. Set herself up as a little teeny tiny warlord. That's nice of her. Yeah, you just hand her the keys That's perfect. Will allow me to sell her contact information to other far traders and come across so they have a stable place to do business. Yeah, a lot a... of business to be done in guns and cars. Considering it's not really safe elsewise. Yeah. That's actually really useful that you have that information. Exactly. It's one of the. There, there are a few hubs like that on Bellum, but mm. their stability is dubious at best because they have stru structures above ground. Having access to that vault's really great for us, actually. Cool. See, I know a guy, he has a bigger ship, Corvette size. What he does is he'll stock up on vehicles and, uh, um, like, grav tanks. He'll do runs for Ayun and for the other Mandate uh, throwbacks. And he'll haul them to Bellum and sell them to Warlords. But it's always dicey. You always get a gun to your face. Mm. Well, that's what you get for the with Bellum. Yeah. What do they normally export from there? People. Yeah, but all of them are like mutants. Who would want those? Uh, people who want cheap labor. 
And they're strong. You can't deny that. They are very strong. If you they want, have like, very physical little laborers. self-preservation instinct left. Yeah. Strong laborers that are going to mine coal or whatever. Yeah, we don't have a lot of space, thing. and we can still fit, like, you know, half a thousand people in here. Other uh, people have better cargo holds, better uh, lines going. Bit, big, bigger, bit bigger of a profile than ours. You could fit a thousand, you know? Don't have to worry about losing 10% of them? Oh, you'll, you'll worry about that. But that's not important. That's just off the top. But drop a thousand people on other planets, it's actually a pretty good milk run. Yep. What? The Mad Max movies, Mother's Milk. Yeah, there you go. It's a really good milk run. Milk run. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, uh, Ayun was uh, buying for a while. They have offshore colonies that they could use manual labor for that, you know, they don't want to waste automation on. Um, uh, Iscaria, for a while, I think, was doing that. Back when they were running the uh, the Conquest a couple uh, decades ago. Hmm. They like buying shock troopers up. Useful. Yeah, you're not going to conquer a planet with a ship. You need ground troops. Especially with all those old ECM installations that are still everywhere. Yeah. Fucking up the missile systems. So like. Fair enough. Other than that, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people export the animals there, like uh, the super predators. You know, menageries, training. Uh, heard a story about one guy, he bought them up for gene profiling, for building uh, cybernetic replicas. Hmm. You know, build a better kill bot. I guess you could parachute some down your enemies and let them let loose. Uh, maybe, I guess, but you know, kind of a waste not really though. worth the cost of shipping them out. Mm. But, you know, you use the skeleton and the profile as a baseline, go from there, or, you know, skin them for their pelts. Pelts don't take up a lot of space. Oh, we could stack so many pelts in this cargo hold. <sighs> Tanks the market for them afterwards. You can only sell so many pelts. Yeah. Well, you always have some big place. Remains. Yeah. Like just tons and tons of human skeletons. Why do you people want that? Charcoal. Or, you know, pigments. Oh, you know, some people like making cutlery out of them. Yeah, you just, just bulk raw materials. There's so many open graves. <laughs> You know, you grab a couple hundred tons of human skeleton, you ship it off to an art installation, they grind it up into pigment or makeup, good to go. Hmm. One of the easier runs. There's not a lot in the graveyards, usually. Lordy, Lord. Not a lot of complications come from those runs. <laughs> and once in a while you get one that's not quite dead and they start scrambling around, yeah. fighting, chewing. Let's talk with some of them, you know, butchers and cooks, and maybe they'll have some spare. I mean, they seem to be eating each other, so. Yeah, no, Bellum, uh, not a great place to go for import-export. Especially not when the local trade language is usually boils down to itchy hungry. Itchy <laughs> <sighs> uh, trigger fingers. Uh, yeah, so, once we get to Firma, though, perfect. Cool. I think we hook Firma, and depending on where we can go from there, we do some uh, Space Hulk salvaging. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. The Pre-Tech kind of gave me a bit of inspiration there. We get enough of that together, we'd be able to retrofit parts of the maggot. Mm -hmm. 
we ditch the escape pods. <laughs> I mean, what if we need them? Right We're there, you know, so that we have them. You mean if we need them? Like it's expensive uh, to uninstall and rebuild the hull. I mean, salvaging is always good. Basically, zero cost, hundred percent profit. Yeah, we got spacesuits and everything. Yeah. Plus, we got fives. Fives doesn't need a spacesuit. There you go. There's a robot. Well, I'll leave you to it. He gets up from the mess hall. I guess you guys are in the little communal mess hall. Okay, we fly to Firma. You spike into, uh, you go into, what was it, drift space or whatever it's called? Metaspace, I think. Metaspace. You spike into metaspace. About a day goes by, you spike out. You're in the tetragrammaton system, which, if I remember correctly, Hosts Firma, New Elder God, and Nocturnus. There you go. The water world, the religious world, and the zombie world. Yeah, the zombie world, which is a world that exists. Monica's from there. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray for Monica. You get a reading of the system as you're coming in because you ping off of buoys and like do a you know your system has advanced scanners. <coughs> yeah, Tetragrammaton comes up. Three known like planetary hubs. Uh, it lists some statistics. System population is about a billion or less for like all three planets. Wow, yikes! Less than about well, less than a billion. Firma has almost nobody on it. New Elder Guard is a couple million, and Nocturnus is the most with a hundred with. A few hundred million. Nocturnus has the bulk of the planet. Like the pie chart comes out of this shows that Nocturnus has the bulk of the system's population. Well, Living population. I was going to say, not in, it has definitely a lot more if you're talking about dead. Every dead body becomes one of them. <laughs> Still less than Bellum and Vainglory. Yeah, yeah, no. The, uh, the Tetragrammaton system is much less populated than, uh, than Caparaca. All right, yeah. Bellum's and Caparaca, right? Bellum, yeah. Caparaca is where the horrible planets are. I thought so. I was like, yeah, Caparaca, yeah, that's definitely where that fucking asshole Bellum lives. <laughs> Bellum, Vainglory, and Luxuria. Yeah. Yeah, the nightmare planets. <laughs> they have, they have like uh, Bellum and Vainglory both have. Billions of inhabitants, so it's yeah. a really high number of folk there. The fact that the zombie planet doesn't qualify as being a nightmare planet. I mean, yikes. that just <laughs> tell you what how bad they actually are. <laughs> There's government in Nocturnus. There's a system of trade and barter. They have you know social systems it's and a, fucking streetlights and it's, utilities. It's a TL3 planet that's not covered in the raiders. It's basically Earth. Nocturnus <laughs> is basically Earth. Just there is no sun. And there are zombies. Yeah, and there is no living animals there. The zombies hate them. Yeah. yeah don't do that. Don't do that. The biospheres fail. So PL3, 4, and 5, because Elder got a 4, so... Yeah. So you guys cross the vastness of space, and you actually pass uh, Nocturnus on the way. Like, cool. like you know, they bring it up on screens, they communicate with the local, like, there's hub communication buoys and stuff, yeah. so... Uh, Monica? Monica sends out some, uh, basically sends mail home. Or like to the nearest hub for it to be passed on via light speed, hmm. or via radio waves, or however it works. A ship comes by with the buoy, picks it up, etc. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you actually do a drive by of Nocturnus, and like it shows up 
like you use the gravity well to you know cut the course and sling there faster to uh, Firma. Yeah, Nocturnus is out Pluto-ish away from the rest of the solar system, uh, and yeah, it's just a dark little planet that doesn't have any uh, oceans on it, just frozen like frozen ocean and lakes and stuff dotting it that have like that kind of white coating. Uh, the atmosphere is super thin, so there's no clouds. Just endless amounts of large, sprawling cities that give off a purple light everywhere because they use that kind of neon. It tricks the zombie eyes. So it's just a world that's black, covered in ice, that has, like, purple tracing all around it. Great. Yeah. Very, uh, very foreboding. And we're back. So, we fly on in past Nocturnus, and you make your approach to Burma. Yes. Firma is much closer to the star in this sector, or binary stars? Is Tetragrammaton two stars? I don't fucking know. Probably not. Anyway, it is lit up. It is lit as fuck. <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's an ocean. Like, it's a big blue marble covered in clouds. Like, there's no land. There's no mountains. It's just all water. Well, that's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has a moon, which does tide stuff. <laughs> the moon is not colonized, doesn't have an atmosphere or anything. Um, and yeah, in orbit around the planet, in the gravity, like in between of the, the moon's pull and the planet's pull, is a space station that keeps itself fairly stable because that's how gravity works. Shut up. <laughs> the Lagrange point. That's right, the Hermione Granger point. <laughs> or worse, expelled. I know above the Lagrange point a little, but not enough to name it by name. Too much Kerbal Space Program for me. Ah, Kerbal <laughs> Space Program! That's, that's it! Um, yeah, the space station um, looks like it originally was built to be the top of a space elevator that has not has its elevator anymore. <laughs> uh, so it is a dome covered in like ceramic materials and looks like kind of like foil composites and has an underside that's been patched over and a kind of bulb was added to it for like ships to dock into and stuff. Um, it's fairly big. It looks like you're going to hold a lot of uh, freight, of not freighter, um, not free merchant, but what's the what type of ships are free merchant? Yeah, a lot of frigate type ships. You know, probably a few dozen. And yeah. Um, oh, the planet also has in orbit a satellite defense network uh, that tells you that you will be murdered if you try to land on the planet. Okay. And to make your way to the orbital. Okay. They will shell the Jim Christ out of you if you try to enter the atmosphere. <laughs> Why? Because they don't want free merchants landing on the planet? <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> yes, there's a TL5 web of uh, VI-controlled satellites that are all using, you know, esoteric, high-tech level weaponry. You know, gravity shears and stuff. Pulling you into it, and then they all get around you and start ripping you apart. <laughs> you know, so they can salvage the remains afterwards. Some are equipped with biological weaponry, like radio, scr like radiation scrubbers, to just fry you from the inside out. Jesus, Lord. Not the type that can be stopped by the spike drives, anti-nuclear thing. <laughs> it's not going to stop X-rays. Not nuke snuffers. Yeah. Yeah. 
to go to the orbital. Yep. Uh, as you approach the orbital, uh, call is brought up. It is the basically the, the portmaster system. It's asking, you know, what you're doing, what your cargo is, what is your business, and asks you for your papers. And the captain, you know, collects it all, submits it through the system, because he has your profiles on hand here. And, yeah, just starts communicating back and forth with the captain. Cool. All right, we got about an hour to wait before we're allowed in. There's a line. Eh, maybe it's not that bad. Should we... I guess we'll wake him up when we're... When they're sold. Because yeah, yeah. it'll take a couple of days to, you know, sell them. <coughs> then you have to feed them and so on. It's a hassle. But also if we need to transport them down to the planet, then that's extra work. Yeah, plus, you know, what if what if you guys are kept over for like a few days for decontamination and stuff, and they're all just going to start starving to death? <laughs> you know, like 600 bloated corpses all around you. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that what you want? Dune Hickson? Is your name Hickson? Hickson. Hickson, yes. I don't know why you said Dune. I don't know why I did either. <laughs> I just thought of the movie Dune. Anyway, hour goes by, your cat's on the calm the whole time, bouncing ideas off of you. There's not a lot for you guys to do unless you want to do something. Nope, that's really. Alright, uh, eventually you guys are given the all clear and you go into dock. It's a bright, uh, it's all very brightly lit here. A lot of uh, whites and light blues, uh, very cerulean. The, the way the kind of landscape is. Like, there's wave patterns everywhere, and there, there's, like, um, holographic and lit-up kind of surfaces that make wave and ocean patterns and stuff. I'm legit just picturing the planet that the clones came from. Camino? Yes. You're not even on that planet yet. But the interior of their stuff, I can, yeah, you can see that. Like, you think they'd have enough ocean by now, but no. Yeah, it's their aesthetic. <laughs> and hey, they're not the ones that are pissed off of the plants and ocean. They live on that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, the ship docks, um, the captain basically, you know, he starts talking to the commission and stuff, and, and the, the dock masters and whatnot, and they have to go through, they have to do radiation scrubbing, they have to do pest control and whatnot, so they're going to have to go, like, you know, deck by deck on the, uh, on the, on the space mega and just start clearing it out. Sure. So him and Monica are going to hang out on the ship, and you guys can just kind of go do your thing. Whoa. He's like, yeah, I already got the buyer stuff lined up. Uh, well, not lined up, but I have my contacts. We're just going to wait till this is taken care of, and then we'll start waking the people. Then we'll get that handled, and then we'll start waking them up out of hyper sleep. So, you know, if you find anything vacation-y, you want to start pre-booking, we're going to stay here for a bit. Okay, I guess we'll stretch our legs and see what we can find. Yeah, I'm going to have to wait for payment to happen first before we can actually afford to go to the planet. Yep. Because we have to, you know, buy day passes and stuff, or like vacation packs. Oh, cool. So, you know, cruises, underwater, uh, you know, looking, you want to take a submarine or a submersible visit. They have underwater cities and floating cities. Cool. That sounds very interesting. You know, big game hunting. Uh, Has it always been an ocean? Firma? No. It doesn't sound, yeah. No, no, this was like a, just a standard mandate planet. Something went wrong with the tech they have on there, and now it's all a water planet. Interesting. Yeah, the locals were not happy. <laughs> I could imagine not. Yeah, no, they uh, they were the ones who were taking care of the, that stuff for the mandate and running the planet, because it wasn't really humanable here. Uh, and then when it started to go awry after, I guess, the scream, as far as I know, um, they had to engineer themselves to live under the water. And then uh, humans showed up and took over. Oh. Yeah. 
Anyway, run along. <laughs> we. You have to buy vacation packs to go to the planet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a vacation planet. It's for rich people. (laughs) Jeez. Rich people. They're going to gouge the shit out of you with dock fees while you're there. (laughs) Not our problem. I mean, he's taking it out of your cup. Asshole. (laughs) He's taking that out of the gross. Not the net. Oh, you're gonna get That'd a fist. You're gonna fight me over it. You're gonna turn this into fight wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's skimming that off the gross, and then he'll divvy it up, so we all share the. Burden. He already takes fifty fucking percent of this stuff. Everyone so staying the on the ship. planet is everyone's expense. Oh, jeez. You want to get the escape pod and fly away as a form of protest? <laughs> I mean, just take the escape pod. Just want to add the planet. <laughs> Touch, touch, touch. <laughs> uh, you're like, oh, my prophets! Demons! Uh, Look, you're being taxated. What's taxation, Peter? <laughs> Pain. Theft. Uh. So, I'll even change to a bit different soundtrack. One moment. So, you're in the uh, Skyport for Firma. Cool. Doesn't really have, like, the super corporate name, it's just the, the the orbital is what they call it, because it used to be the space elevator, now it's an orbital. Yeah. But yeah, uh, this is a mall slash, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Travel lodge? Travelocity? Like a travel agent. A travel agent. Vacation agent. <laughs> Strip. That's some problems Strip there, mall. did you? Yeah. Space to- so like this is like just like a mall like early 2000s early 90s mall like there's there's fountains everywhere there's glass elevators there's aquariums fucking everywhere everything has aquariums in it the ground the walls there's giant cylinders with clearly alien fish critters all going around and stuff um lots of humans uh there's also lots of large unwieldy diving suit looking things from like paleo terra style diving suits that have like big viewports that have fish critters in it with like mandibles and stuff they're just moving along uh you know big daddy style yeah on the the in the 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 orbital like among the crowd well jeez yeah yeah there's just advertising on the walls you're walking by they're scanning your face and stuff and being all like hickson it's like Hickson, please come down to our office on on the promenade level and book your vacation today. Go deep sea diving with the Xeno Life below Firma's surface. That's how really interesting. Well, so that would be interesting. <laughs> I have some other plans though. You have specific other plans? Well, you know, it's an advanced world. Maybe they'll have something for. What do they need? Some equipment. Uh, uh, stereotypical, like, like Paleo Terra soldier appears on the screen, like an army man, like, like the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. It's like, Soldier Gaius! Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It is the duty of every officer to report to Firma for your big game hunting vacation. Sharpen up, soldier. Get your boots on the ground and get your souls wet and hunt the big leviathans for Mother... What's your plan? Bellator? Bellator. 
God in the Machine, Bellator. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Just like on surfaces as you're walking by and stuff. <laughs> Advertising. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there's like restaurants that are selling, you know, fish. A lot. It's all fish. All fish. Knickknack shops selling coral. People who are looking, who are selling like, um, um, basically planet side vessel upgrades and stuff. So you can like go on your own, like your own submersibles and bathysphere systems. They don't sell them here on the orbital, but they sell them so you can pick them up yeah. on the planet. People talking about renting, buying property. You know, you can parcel out your own uh, bit of a floating habitat and just live here. It's like, aren't you ready to retire, Gaius? You've been in service for. Wait, is your public age like part of your military record? Would it be publicly available to their advertising firm? Well, they'll be spoofed. So it's not it's my... It's spoofed? Yeah. All right. How old is your character then? By it's their... Like, like 30-ish, something like that? Retire young, Gaius. Buy your, own buy your own little slice of heaven. Put your feet up and get your legs... And get your toes wet. Here on Habitat 12. And it shows like a little like bubble... Like basically house you have. There'd be like a three-bedroom with a living room. And it's all glass so that you can tint. So you can like see under the ocean with like... Cute little octopi clean on the outside. Um, it's probably like Vancouver Price. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Land, Lex, it's the one thing they don't make any more of. <laughs> Take your spaceship, sell it, and have a little one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, basically. Uh, Except you'd be part of the HOA because the entire thing is one big condo. Mm. Yeah. It's the condo fees that get you. <laughs> <laughs> Maintenance costs. Uh I guess I can't say you didn't mow your lawn. Right? <coughs> you gotta probably have to pay for people to like upkeep the machinery that keeps it clean on the outside with like barnacles and stuff from getting on. Bunch of bullshit. Yep. It's the red tape. <laughs> the other plant and still need to have some you know, people with squeezies. <laughs> I just meant like expert systems that would just do uh, it. But they're like paying licensing fees because why wouldn't it be licensed? <sighs> lovely plant. It's pretty lovely. <laughs> Well, I'll probably spend my time doing some research about where to get some, basically, some good trade deals for us, on one hand, and on the other hand, looking for some robotics facilities I could rent out for, like, two weeks. Because I need to build my shell, and that takes an actual facility. Do you want to be planetside, or do you want to be in the orbital? The orbital has less... The orbital has space, but it's more like corporate business interests mm -hmm. for like people that are just doing layovers and stuff. Yeah. No, it needs to be an actual robotics facility, so yeah, if it's on the orbital, sure. But mm, the planet side has more yeah, manufacturing and production and whatnot. Yeah. It's just more expensive. Yeah. Plus, since I want to be, build that combat robot and they're not really allowed on space station because they can just rip and tear. So, That's yeah. fair. Plus, you'll have to pay your export fee to get it off planet. Because mm. they check your bags when you come and leave the planet. <laughs> There's customs. Uh. So you're not like fucking stealing <laughs> or kidnapping wildlife. <laughs> that may be sapient. It really pisses off the aliens. Jeez. But you're able to suss out. You're able to suss out that the, the people who used to live on this planet were aliens originally. Oh, yeah, that was pretty clear. He said dead people came and did it. Yeah. Hmm. 
So yeah, planet side, you could probably get yourself access to a, like a communal makerspace, basically, which yeah. is exactly what they call it. Yep. You, know, you could buy time on the machines and uh, authorization and like you know line up enough time slots and stuff by trading with people. Yep. Easy enough. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah, other than that, just researching like what could we take from this that's like cheaper at the moment. What's you know what's a good deal around here, I suppose. I'm gonna be keeping my eye out for psychics and also join our religion. Here's a pamphlet, basically, <laughs> uh, and also just gathering information on this place as much as I can get. Uh, the Xeno creatures, uh, like, do you have the ability to detect psych psychers? Yes. Oh yeah, some of them start walking towards you, like like at least two or three in those like you know in Valerian how they had like the critters in the suits basically. <laughs> like some of them start to walk towards you and stuff when you're like clearly you know PKing around. It's just a passive power, by the way. Okay. Yeah, you're being approached. Like, three of them. Hi there. Hello. What can I do for you? You appear to be telepathic. I am. It is a well, pleasure to meet you. Psychic and not telepathic. It's a pleasure to meet you too. What are you doing on this orbital? Well, we're coming to trade. You are. There's a bit of a break in the translator as it goes. You are. Skep. Far traders. Yes. Yes, we are. Took a moment, he had to edit that out, because it's like a it's like when you're texting it auto completes, he's like, whoa. <laughs> scavengers. Now, originally it was bottom feeders, and it's like bottom feeders, scavengers, far traders. <laughs> even the human. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Fascinating. I'm really interested in learning more about this place. This is an orbital constructed above our world. By the man pig. <laughs> I meant more about the world itself, actually. Our ancestral home. Hmm. Are you like? Are you native to the planet? Yes. Hmm. What happened? Manpig technology went awry when the mandate ceased communicating with it, causing an environmental catastrophe. Oh, jeez. That's pretty horrible. Indeed. You guys seem to be thriving fairly well. Yes. <laughs> what interest do you have with the PKs on this world? Well, I'm part of a uh, religious sect. I forgot what we're called. <laughs> oh, fucking lord. We'll just clear it. And we're back. So, yeah, you're part of a religion, you last said. Yes. Yeah, I'm part of a uh, religious sect that goes about mapping the universe and discovering basically any piece of information we can get. And uh, we're mostly psychic. We believe it draws on a deeper understanding of the universe. A fascinating paradigm. Hmm. So we're, uh, we're always looking to recruit anyone who would like to join up. And uh, yeah, we have very good training facilities. We uh, are able to help keep the young ones in check without them burning themselves out. So it's very helpful for, um, especially for less technologically advanced worlds. Very interesting. I'm glad you think so. 
I'm guessing your meta side looks slow for every second. At least one of them is. Okay. <laughs> they just don't have anything to say because they're like, oh yeah, for plants don't have it. It's like, they do. I know. They really do. I know. That's why I was like, yeah, it's not super <laughs> helpful here. But still. I don't have a recruitment speech out of character. It's yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's cool. Let's you explore the universe and stuff. Don't say. Go to college. You to get good at stuff. Yeah, also, yeah. Do you want to go to jail planet? These people don't want to go to jail planet. Oh, jail planet. Planet jail. <laughs> planet crime. Try the university. The low, low fees. <laughs> what well, doesn't cost anything to register? Just uh, we'll shoot the shit with you for a bit and then I'll leave. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'll learn everything I can about them and their stuff. Yeah, they do maintenance on here in some of the pre tech. Because some of the pre-tech is psionically based, and not everyone on the planet is super happy with humanity, but there's enough of factions that are and is willing to work with them that it's a symbiote relationship. Hmm. Might as well. Man pigs. Yeah. yeah, they got that from the human dictionary. <coughs> Literally, they'll, like, do you ask about the man pig thing? It's like, why do you call us man? Yeah. They actually show you like the, the the lexicon system they have on like a display, and the different synonyms for humanity they uh, basically pulled from a fan derivation of Paleoterra's The Lord of the Rings for what orcs would call humanity. What the shit? It was suggested to us by one of our diplomats. <laughs> Nerd. It's interesting that it was suggested by a diplomat, considering. We call it pig, it doesn't really have a good connotation. We understand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, we know, that was the point. It's like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. He was suggested by a diplomat, so I assumed I was trying to be a diplomat. It was intentional. <laughs> it allows us to preserve our displeasure with the human race. And the general, long-standing racial crimes we've committed against our planet. That you personally are responsible for in our culture's eyes. <laughs> That's a fascinating culture. Yes. Anyone who is of a race that has in the past committed crimes is guilty. Yes, you sunk our world under the water and made us change our our divine and natural form to adapt. But surely you can understand that, like... Oh, of course, we completely. even born yet. Yes. So how could we be responsible? Because our world was covered by a wrathful flood, and it's your fault, for your ancestors are not here to pay tribute or judgment. <laughs> boy, boy. Your innocence at birth, or original sin, does not unflood our world. Like, I'm actually really interested to learn about their culture. I'm not even offended. It's like, okay, that's really interesting. I mean, you could I don't agree, but... spend some time with them and maybe even learn their language. Oh, God. Their language is complicated. I mean, also, I don't know if I have the organs to speak you it. definitely do. <laughs> they didn't have the organs until they modified it for, like, sub-water-based like, stuff. I mean, like, They're basically projecting it through waterways, through the speaker system, through the translator, because they've... <laughs> they haven't bothered to build a more streamlined system. This works. Yeah. <coughs> Boy, 
But it has cybernetics, so it can swim on the water and speak there. <laughs> All the lovely stuff. I'm interested in learning about their stuff. I'm interested in establishing some connections within their culture, because they probably have useful stuff. Uh, yeah. You want things. <laughs> also, just knowledge is mostly yeah. what I want, though. <laughs> Here, there's internet here, you can download all the you know, web pages. Well, yeah. Yeah, they have a mesh network. Mm-hmm. So what most people call their local internet, they call it a mesh. Because huh. it, uh, it stops becoming a web after a while because it's not just some servers everywhere hosting information and mirroring each other. It's billions and billions of devices hosting their own versions of the internet that intercommunicate with each other and have different versions of it on it. They're all syncing up and changing at all times. So it's less of a web and more of just this big layered thing. That's dynamically always changing and acting against itself. Mesh networks. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll shoot the shit with you and then I'll leave and go back to work. Cool. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing else, there's nothing else. Yeah, it's like like in character, my character is really excited to be on a new world and like learn about all this shit, but like out of character, I don't really care to role play like going to the library or anything. So I can learn about the political system, the struggles, like you know, what's going on? What yeah. are the news here? Like I'm actually it's really interested system. in that, but like in character. Out of no. character I'm not gonna make you go through all of that. That'd be bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like silently closes the two hundred page PDF he has. Right? <laughs> That's fine. They don't really have like they they don't really have like a name for their race because there were a bunch of different alien races on the planet that all had to either go extinct or gene mod and change so their cultural identity is all fucked up. And it's now centered around the fact that their world's flooded. <laughs> and like they don't even have like natural phenotypes or genetics. It's all gene engineering based and necessity based for the different layers of the world they live in. But they're terraformians. Terraformas. Ducktails. Xenoferma. There was like in the new DuckTales release, one of the episodes was about the like Terraformians. Oh. It was also a race in the old, you know, DuckTales stuff. I do not remember that at all. That's that? Yeah. Uh, if you guys have anything you want to do Fermo-wise, uh, you can. If not, we'll move right along to the Cell of the People. Yeah, like mostly I just want to be here and establish connection with people. What do you do for your vacation? I'm really interested in seeing under the water. It's like a cruise? Yeah. Like, just getting to know all these people. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Alright, so yeah, that's what you two are going to do. So, let me just pause and we'll move towards that. We're back. So yeah, uh, your captain calls you back. After like a day. Okay. Sure. And yeah, you guys have a meet in the ship's galley. Alright guys, I got a surprise. Excellent. A, um, one of the larger business consortiums that runs uh, the, the low, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? When someone stays in a place for a short amount of time. Low tenancy? I had the word on the tip of my tongue. High turnover? Yeah, it's like one of the high, tr- one of the co- corporations that runs the more, that runs several of the high turnover you know, sort of like apartment, rental, hotel complexes. Mm-hmm. We wants to buy up our lot of indents for, uh, you know, just being staff, like being friendly, workable people, and also for their cruise lines. 
Plus, a lot of them are pegged as professionals, so you know, being able to you know update their knowledge for doing maintenance or doing design work. A lot of them, a lot of these people are in the arts. Like we have, we have a few sociologists. We have a few advertising people who go written advertising. We have graphic designers. Uh, we have straight up artists. Someone here's an oil painter. So yeah. all these people, uh, they're very eager to get their hands on just to help kind of make the experience what they call, um, what was the word they used? White glove. <laughs> so they're offering 20K ad. White glove. It's like a term in business where, okay, you know how you have a janitor? Okay. And the janitor's wearing like a smock that probably isn't going to wash a lot because he's a janitor and he goes around with a mop bucket. You, you have the picture in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that is garbage because rich people are awful. Uh, so instead, that guy should be in a suit that's clean and pressed, and he should never be dirty, and he should always be doing his job at 100% efficiency, and he should have a lot of knowledge about his area and about all that stuff. Yeah. Rich people. Rich people. <laughs> so that's what they're interested in buying up from these guys, and they're all good stock, they're all healthy, they all have a variety of learned skill sets that outbeats their expert systems and any of the VIs they have on board. So, yeah, 20k ahead. Excellent. That's a little bit low for such high-grade people, but... Well, what, what market prices are you based that off of? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Are, you talking about <laughs> are we talking people? Are we talking women? Are we talking <laughs> women going to Bellator? We're not supposed to talk about that. Yikes. Like, it's lower. Like, they're trained professionals, but they're not, like, trained professionals. Well, all right, all right, all right. If you think it's too low... Because like this is just 20k ahead before we wake them up, before we sell them, before we have to deal the with the handling fees, before we have to do the dock fees. Do you want me to play hardball with them? Hmm. I mean, it's a lot of you know money to gain, even if we bump it up a little. Yeah. No, the overhead. I agree. And these people tend to get a little people tend to get a little squirrely when you try and do the back and forth. So, do we want to test it? I'd be up for it. I mean, even if you get up by a thousand, that's still extra six hundred thousand. So. Wait, that can't be right. Six hundred people, one thousand people, so that's six thousand. Six hundred people, thousand per head more. I guess you're right. Yes. Oh. Some simple math, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the captain who said that, Nicole, not me. I did the math instantly in my head with my throbbing brain. No way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do you want me to punch it up? What's the risk on that? Oh, they could cancel the deal. They could try to put the screws on us using their influence with the docking authority to get us a worse price. Okay, I think you meant 2,000 per person because that's 20,000 per ton. Yeah, 20,000 a ton. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, the other way that would be. Okay, so I was just like, that sounds like a lot. Why are we haggling? It sounds like a lot of money here. Yeah, I'd be fun. Deal. Deal rotates back seven. You stupid it's asshole. you, Captain. Are you owe us. Fuck you, Devin, and your stupid math, you idiot. We're rich now. Fuck yeah. Beyond our wildest dreams. I'd be like 13 billion, 12 million something. <laughs> 20,000 per month. So guys, there was a little bit, there was a rounding error, and we accidentally gave $13 billion to the car trader. And they're like, uh-huh, 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 we're going to put you to death. Uh-huh. 
So that was a thirteen billion dollar learning experience. What did you learn from it? What did we learn? What can we do better? Oh all right, all right, twenty twenty thousand a ton. Oh, which is like two thousand a head, because ten to a ton. Yeah. And we have 600? 640. Okay. I should buy trade. Because <laughs> you have Captain Math here doing your math? <laughs> right? <laughs> Captain Math brain. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth, Fives. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. Oh, Captain. You are really the worst. As and that's why I can steal stuff from you, and you don't even notice. Yeah. So yeah, let's do some handling, I suppose. Alright, I'll go back and I'll play hardball. Sure. Okay. Let me figure <laughs> that out. Okay, so listeners, I rolled the captain's trade versus the corporation's anti-trade. And uh, I actually rolled uh, double sixes, and uh, the modifiers are not that significant. So he got like a 15, and the company did not. Yep. So you guys are able to increase uh, the price by 20% per head, making it 2400 per person. That lives through the wake-up process. Yep. So he goes back, and he's like... not going to pay us for the... He's like, got it! Perfect. Excellent. 2400 a head. Nice. Way better. I leverage the fact that they're uh, rare, because they come from Bellum. Yeah, and that they're uh, they're they're from a stock that's been kept pure since the screen. Yep. Easy peasy. Yep. Okay. Well, they're gonna come for pickup. Let's uh, let's wake these guys up. Okay. All right. So give me a d hundred. Do we have? Yeah, it's a two ten sided die, Nicole. So d hundred, then you dick face. That's yeah. exactly what it is, literally. Yeah. Mm. That's okay. You have to designate. So, no, I don't. 55. So, 55 of 10%. So, 5.5%. Um, die. <coughs> okay. Just have 100% of 10%. So it's not as bad as I thought it would be. No. I mean, that's only, golly, that's only 640 times 0. 0.055 equals 35 people. Oh. It's way less than you'd expect. Except 100,000, basically. So, yeah, 35 people croak it. You know, round it down. So you have 605 people to sell. Yep. For 2,400, uh, which is 1,452,000. Yep. To which, you know, the captain will go out to that number, because then he has to start paying out docking fees and stuff. Okay. So, yeah, let me see. The next thing that happens now is because you guys dared to haggle, we roll a d6, and I give you a minus one penalty, and if we get a one, bad shit happens. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You might lose the entire deal, and the money, and the people. And their lives. Ha-ha. You're fine! Yay! We only got a three. Ha-ha! <laughs> it goes without a hitch. All right, let me figure out a uh, quick thing real quick. One moment. So, off the deal, he had to pay 50% tax. 15? 15. Okay, I thought he said 15. I was like, uh... <laughs> so, I have the final number here, but... Docking fees, layover, maintenance, customs, taxes, bribes, degauss, de- cleaning out the hull of all the vermin, transport, funeral rites. 
the whole thing. And plus some minor scuffles. Some of the people got into fights when they realized they were being sold into indentured servitude because they didn't quite understand what indentured servitude uh, meant. Uh, so yeah, you guys walk away with a hefty uh, million two hundred thousand thirty four two hundred. Yep. Before or after? After, after everything. So I'm going to have that. That's I'll, right I'll just <laughs> I really pasted it. multiply that down to 0. 0.125. 12.5%. So you each get... 154,275 credits. Oh. I'll just pause it up. <laughs> Alright, so the captain has a meeting afterwards. He pops a bottle of champagne. You guys all have a little party on the ship. Woo! Alright. <coughs> so, good trade, guys. Yeah, went really well. Cool mill. Yep. Not bad. Yep. So, here's the deal. Uh, I could steal up those shares to you all like we normally do, or we could do what we also normally do. I don't give you anything, we buy the next cargo, and then I give you uh, what's left over from the cargo. Well, I think some pocket change wouldn't go amiss, but I don't think we need the whole sum yet, now do we? Pardon? Okay. Do you want to invest that money into the next cargo run, or do you want it cash? Because basically, you reinvesting your entire profit from the run is why you get your 12.5%. Because yeah. the captain does the same thing with his money. Like, his 50%, he just throws back into the next cargo. He take, he shaves a bit off from his, just so yeah. he can upkeep debts and interest payments and yeah. personal stuff. But basically, you guys throw the whole batch back in, and then you guys divvy it up again the same way as it grows bigger every time. Yeah. It's like a Ponzi scheme, except you guys all live on the same ship and will kill each other if you try to screw each other. <laughs> like, that's fair. Um, what are we trying to get again? Oh god, I don't know. Let's take a vacation and figure it out. But do we want to re? Are, we're 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 earmarking this to reinvest. Like most of it, I think we need like. Because that fifteen percent I took off the top, I already took for your vacation packs and stuff. That's already been dealt with. Because oh, it was just cheaper to buy it in bulk. Makes sense. Like, cause we're all going planet side. It was just cheaper to buy the whole thing in bulk, and well, we got fucking screwed on that. But easier. This place is a nightmare for uh, double digging. <laughs> yeah. Will be a mess getting stuff out of here, I suppose. In the next shipment. Yeah, I kind of want to keep this one clean. Mm. People tend to attract. Pe selling people tends to attract attention. <laughs> I think it's something a little less hot this time. That's probably the best. So yeah, let's. I don't know. Let's take a week. Come back at it. See what we want to do. Uh, Fair I'm, enough. I'm looking at my schedule. Thinking, uh, I think I'll need like two weeks. I mean, like, we'll take a week yeah. and then we'll touch base and we'll sure. see what we want to do from there. I don't mean we take off in a week. The space maggot's going to be in there for two weeks doing it with overhauls. Taking this opportunity to gut a bunch of the systems that uh, don't work anymore. Fun fact, the uh, fire suppressant? Oh, <laughs> uh, that expired, like, in my grandpa's time. I just never noticed. Oh, no. Yeah, my dad just kept putting a new label on every time. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to save money. Yeah, <laughs> Like 50 credits, man. Really? <laughs> Adds up with a couple of generations. I guess. So, yeah. I'm just doing... We're going to be doing an overhaul. I have some... I hired some people out to give the Megan a once-over. We have to get our tags updated, and I have to have the hull re-etched with the uh, with our markings and stuff if we're ever going to be going by uh, Bellator Ayun space. Uh, but, yeah, they do like their markings and their paperwork. <laughs> yep. Let's not mess with them. Yeah, exactly. 
So we have to have our like codes and stuff carved into the hull. Like, okay. Touched up. Resealed. Okay, well, let's do this. Alright, break. See you all in a week. We'll teleconference in. We all have each other's numbers. Woo. Okay. Yeah, you guys finish up having a party. Yeah. You know, like he brought the captain brought cake and like sushi and stuff, and there's champagne, and eh, everyone has a time. You play space poker. <laughs> Not to be convinced, confused by paleo terror poker. So take some like rusty knives and poke each other. <laughs> Sp- no, it has like green plastic cards that are transparent and have like etchings on them and stuff. It's this whole thing. Uh, yeah. What are you doing in this week off? Excellent. Vacation? Uh, making a lot of contacts? Sure. I don't think I've ever been here before, so. You're smoozing for planetary contacts? Yeah. Easy enough. You can just do that. That's your power as a character. Yes. You have the contacts power. Yes. I guess we'll have to figure out what sort of contacts you want on this planet. And yeah, write that down basically. You schmooze with the aliens, you schmooze with the lowlights, you schmooze with the, I don't know, Saki Academy or something. Who do you want? Think about it, and I'll come back to you. And what are you doing, Peter? Because I know you have a more solid, you have a more thought-out plan. Yeah, so since I'm a true AI, I can use my fixed skill and some uh, TL4 salvage, and I can make myself body cells with the shells I can swap myself in and out of. And since I'm trying to make the Omen, which is the battle shell, that requires a whole robotics facility, so I'll need to rent it out. If I just wanted to make myself a box, the most standard one, that I could do that in a workshop. But our spaceship doesn't have a workshop, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make that here, I suppose. Plus, no one knows you're a robot, except for like, I mean, vibes. <laughs> you know, making robot body, that's okay. Hey, I'm making a body so I can do something, or even keep it in a box shape. Like, oh, you know, this is my little project thing. It's my computer or something. <laughs> keep it out there. So it's a little, like, drone box? Like oh. a little Heidi box? I'm thinking like for the box box, it's just like you know humanoid shape, just folded up in a like you know black cube, and just like you know shove it under the bed or something, and you know when needed you could just use that. And for the omen, I'm thinking more something like a centurion shape, because that's rip and tear. More like Cylon centurion. Yeah. <laughs> Go with use, Why not? Um, yeah, so cost-wise, I think a box costs me 500 credits, and the centurion costs me 1,000, because um, there's a formula for that, and instead of making this body only for myself, then that's a tenth of the cost. Go for it then, sure, that's fine. Um, yeah, other than that, I was thinking about putting some gear into myself, which I also can do since I'm an AI. It's like replacing my cybernetics because I can't use cybernetics at all, so instead I can st- build into myself some stuff also with just salvage. And Sounds good. Yeah. So and you have that, all that math worked out. Are there any rules involved? Uh, no, they're saying you can't do that. Basically, if you have access to the resources and so on, then you can just do that. And then it's done. Yeah. Spend the money, take the resources, do the thing, you're good yeah. to go. There's enough uh, access yeah. I guess in this I'll... area. Also by myself, a small processing node that was tier 1, so 1,000 credits. Oh, yeah, they have that here. Yeah. 
So that's what I'm doing for like two weeks. How much do you end up spending all together? Uh, let me just calculate that. Sure, I'll pause. All right, we're back. So, um, you do those modifications. Yeah, I build myself two bodies, one is the omen, one is the box. Uh, I guess I put half of my felacrity into the omen as a backup. So in case my body dies, I just go straight into that body. So you drill, baby, drill into the robot frame? Or into your uh, core? Well, yeah, I take my core and slice it in half. Yeah, I would recommend yeah. not doing that till you leave the planet. Because mm -hmm. they're going to inspect your shit when it goes up. Oh. You don't want them to find your core in there. Because mm -hmm. that would leave a paper trail. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Sure. That makes Sounds sense. So the omen's the combat uh, chassis? Yeah, the omen's the combat chassis that's, you know... What did you make it look like? Um, well, when it's fall down, it's just like a compact, sharp-looking cube of you know, metal, basically. And they can compact down like that normally, right? Doesn't say anything, really. So okay. I that... Humans can fold into a ball, so yeah, I mean... So fair enough. <laughs> somewhat like that. So yeah. Morph ball acquired. Yeah, when it unfolds, it looks somewhat like a centurion, maybe... It, when you say centurion, do you mean a, a paleo terra centurion or a Cylon centurion? The Belser Galacta rebooted Cylon centurion. The CGI ones? Yeah, the CGI That's a little ones. disappointing, but okay, I got you. <laughs> I like the original ones with the costumes. I don't know. I was thinking, like, the, that one illustration for Star Wars numbers, that robot just, like, going through the hall and people shooting it. That's... The Megatron looking guy? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Cool. Close by. We took something like that, the Megatron, and Centurion. Yeah. Somewhere like that. That artist is great. I wish I could see more of that artist's art in RPG books. Yeah. I mean, he's got the demon art. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. Those. The ones that look like they're in cheap costumes are the ones I like. Because <laughs> there's obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And my box looks like a, you know, a black box that's more like cuts and you know, clean, I suppose. Just like that. What's that box? It's called a box. It's like the most basic frame you can have. You can put it together in the workshop. And it's basically, if it unfolds, it's like, you know, a flat human. Okay. Humanoid looking thing. What's and the box? It's called a box. Like, I was like, jeez. I mean, <laughs> if you want to have something on the cheap, yeah, you go for the box. Can, can I get a box? box? <laughs> I'm going to show you that link later. Okay. All right, cool. You build your robot frame. And Unicole, what kind of contact are you looking for? I think I'd like to make contacts with... Hmm. Are you, is it going to be related to your trading? I was wondering, I might want to make contacts with the trade people to make it so that we have less of a hard time trading and like getting yeah. dipped over. On your cruise, uh, you meet a augmented human. He has like gills and stuff and like big swollen eyes like for like underwater diving stuff i'm going to picture it like the guy from mass effect and not gross like what you just said i mean i was picturing new gun ray but like more human <laughs> <laughs> and without a racist accent Lord. just like a normal just like a normal person accent yeah. okay that's your contact, Nicole. Yes, your contact, Nick. He's from the Trade Federation. They deal with <laughs> trade on the planet. Import, export, <gasps> customs. They have monopoly on a variety of civil services for people coming to and from the planet. 
Uh, Nick, though, is someone that far traders don't usually learn about because he's part of like a different face of the engine. Nick, fish guy, trade federation. What are other important notes? Uh, deals with customs and import export. Excellent. So this means we're probably not going to get have to bribe as many people and all that other kind of stuff. Probably not going to gouge us so badly. Yeah, you make friends with them. Excellent. Contacts. That's what I'm looking for. Oh wait, um, Firma. That's what the planet's called. Yes, it's easy to remember because it's ironic. Is it Fi or Fe? Fi, like Terra Firma. Yeah, I just wanted to know if it was exactly that. You made his contact. Excellent. So you guys all video conference uh, at a weekend. Yep. And yeah, if you guys put any thought into what we want to do, trade-wise, says your captain, he's wearing a uh, vintage Paleo Terra Hawaiian shirt <laughs> from Paleo Hawaii. Uh, I don't think it's from Paleo Hawaii. Might be. You don't know what he's paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> he has sunglasses on, he looks visibly tanned, and he has a large... Uh, drink that has like the little Jetsons hover rings around the stem so it kind of floats when he puts his hand away from it but he's visibly uncomfortable trying to like leave the hover in the air because he's afraid it'll spill and break it's really against the instinct to just let it be there oh no I mean that's a funny thing like uh, those like interview with uh, people coming back from the space station and they did have a habit of like <laughs> their pencils leaving it and just dropping it yeah. <laughs> that's actually amazing oh yeah. my god <laughs> But unfortunately, yeah, our spaceship have artificial gravity, so we don't have that. <laughs> That's great. Just like, just like leaving it there so you can come back to it. <laughs> That's a fantastic thing to know about. That's glorious. Yeah. So yeah, what are we thinking? So... Did we go over this already? I know we did out of character, but I don't remember what we settled uh, on. I don't think we settled on anything. We're talking about fish, and then we're talking about not fish. Like, if we take fish, then it's kind of hard to... Well, we'll fill up the whole cargo hold, and we don't we'll necessarily spend a whole million and a half. Because there's only so much fish you can pack. <laughs> I was thinking if we'd go for TL5 stuff, that's really expensive per ton. And, you know, we could make... You know, fill up the whole ship, and then have enough space... Oh. Sorry, and not even fill up the whole ship, and have space to go salvaging right now. Right, and we were talking about TL5 medical stuff, right? Um, medical or luxury, since Depending this place does have a lot of luxury stuff. Well, why don't we fill up on high expensive items and then drop it off somewhere that needs it and then fill up there on a little bit of high expensive stuff and then salvage in that area? We could. I mean, we've never done a Solaris run. We could go for the Solaris. I think they want some luxury stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the priests love luxury. But I've been eating a lot of fish here, and they have an awful lot of uh, high-nutrient gene fish. Mm. So we buy a few tons of breeding couples, uh, and we drop it off at, like, you know, 
I go know to a guy. Why don't we go to Nvidia as well? Well, I know a guy on Solaris, hmm. and he he has been trying to do the food game because Solaris is uh, always in a food crisis. They're always importing. Yep. So we set him up with a breeder farm, uh, and he can get us access uh, to Element X. Cool. That's the stuff they harvest from the atmosphere that the priests use. Hmm. We can't we. We get high quality, high purity of it, right? Fill up like half the cargo hold with whatever profits we have. Use the rest for scavenging. Mm-hmm. Gonna make some powerpuff girls. Like, what was do? <laughs> it's just something they rip out of the atmosphere. It's used for. Uh, it's used as a part as a substitute for spike drive uh, construction. Uh, it's used for quantum ECM tap manufacturing. Uh, it's used for a variety of radiation treatments. Uh, standardized nuke snuffers use it. It's a substitute for a lot of the more exotic elements that you have to kind of uh, manufacture with mandate tech. But it just happens naturally on the plant, and they have a harvesting array for it. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was. Uh, the, the records show that that part of the sector had a leading edge in ship construction just because they could naturally mine the stuff from the planet instead of having to synthesize it with SciTech. Yep. So and we can get high-grade purity of it. That's so, what Bring that to... Uh, Solaris. Oh. No, no, from, from Solaris, we bring it to Ayun, uh, drop that off to Bellator even. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those planets, the, one of the war planets that, are, that have their shipyards up and running. Yeah. Tiny profit. Cool. And we could probably only afford to fill up like a third, maybe a quarter of the hold with it anyway. The rest we can use for scavenging. Hmm. Like, I'm only so down numbers in my head, and the pre-luxury here, if it's pre-tech, it's really expensive, so we could get like a ton or two of those, and then fill the rest of the cargo up with the fish, and then we can have both. So we'll, well, we'll basically spend the whole amount, because I don't think we could fill up just with the fish and spend all of our money. I mean, yeah, we could do a mix, but the more, if we do the fish thing, we can get my guy on, on board. He'll give us a better conversion rate from fish to element X. If we only need breeding, Pairs, that doesn't mean we need a lot of space. We just need a few fish then, right? No, no, you want to buy a couple thousand breeding pairs so you can set up a permit. Like, they have billions of people in Solaris. They got to feed people all the time. There's no native wildlife there. I mean, like, there are little special storage would fill with luxury stuff and our normal storage with fish. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that that works. That would be about, you know, what we have in the bank, I suppose. Plus, we won't get scalped by the priests on import. Well, good thinking. I'm talking about our smuggler's hold. Like have, like Without have, saying the word smuggler's hold on the comms. Yeah. Wow. A little compact storage. Yes. Yes. I was like, why does that mean that we're not going to get slammed on customs? <laughs> he was talking about crime, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> crime. On the priest planet. You know what they do to you on the priest planet for crimes? They send you to Iceland. <laughs> Ice town. <laughs> Where the heretics live. The immortal heretics. Yeah. Alright, yeah. I'll hook us up on the uh, fish side. If you, you seem to like this pre-tech thing. You figure that out then. Okay. I'll see what I can find. And, uh, yeah. Do it. Does anyone know anything about the customs? Because we're going to want to shake I uh, actually made a friend that works in customs. Perfect. We can coordinate from that and not, uh, not have to shave off anything. Yeah. Sounds like you guys have a good deal. Cool. Perfect. Well, we'll give it another week. The ship's not going to be ready for a while, so do your research. Okay. Yeah, Collins. 
Yeah, I guess I use my air power to tap into the internet and get some good deals. <laughs> Sensing powers. Sensing There's profit. So much profit. All <laughs> uh, Star Trek. Okay, so you guys bought up rare alien gene fixed fish. You got it was fifty grand a pop. You guys made the captain do some haggling. And it was 40k a pop, and then you got 28 tons of it, and then you divided it up, and we rolled the chance of everything going sideways, and didn't! Yay! Your friend was able to get you through customs unmolested. Hooray! I don't want to be molested. <laughs> if you guys, you guys, uh, you two will have to probably throw a thousand bucks out of your own pocket expense, though. Why? Customs. For the stuff we got this boss here. Yeah, he was able to loophole you out of it, but you guys still have to pay that customs fee because it's basically you guys buying licenses. Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. It went pretty well. I had you guys set yourselves up as a charity and also legally dead. Huh. Ever. Is that going to have a pro cause a problem if we come back here? I mean, only if you die. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for pulling those strings for us, buddy. Yeah, no problem. See you next time. Bye. Bye. See you. fish face. Gross voice. <laughs> what did you say? I did not say that to him. <laughs> I declared you a charity and legally dead. Okay, let's figure out how much we have to pay fives of for. I think the original price of the drugs was 40,000, and he got 35%. Was it 35 or 34? 35. 35? Okay. So we 14,000, so divided by two, that's 7,000 a pop. Do you guys have that much money? Yes. Yes. If I have it, then Hickson does have it. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. And if you're 20, you had like 21 grand, and now you don't. Now you're less. I'll tell you exactly how much. Yeah, the little XP chart's actually pretty great for keeping track of money. Yeah. Money. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, I've got 2,195 credits, and Hickson got 14,230. Go, Hickson. So much money. Money. I made a lot of money from gambling that last time, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that gambling money was like, what, thousands of thousands, something like that? It wasn't all that much. Plus, Peter had to spend money on building his robot frame. Oh, right. Yeah. That's why you're such less than me. Yeah. <laughs> a robot body and a gun hand. <laughs> Actually, it's silent with the sheer rifle. <laughs> uh, did you build the sheer rifle from scratch? Well, that's basically what it is. That you take parts, <laughs> put them into yourself. You just bought enough parts rifle. so no one knows you were building a gravity gun. <laughs> I think that's what exactly it is. I think that's exactly, yeah. It doesn't say that you, you're buying five, five copies of this to make it into one. It's just like, no, it costs you five times in parts. So. Yeah, exactly. You just bought enough different little parts that no one knows that you built a gravity gun with yeah. your TL5 access. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Captain, uh, you know, the ship looks good. Like, the plates have been cleaned, things have been reorganized. A lot of the systems that, like, flickered and had damaged them are much clearer. The displays are more responsive. Excellent. Money well spent. Yes. How would that cost you? Yeah, you know, it costs some money. Yeah, you, yeah it costs some money. He takes like a fire extinguisher off the wall and sprays you with it. 
See, it works. <laughs> this thing has like 30, 40 charges in it, so that's fine. You don't have to worry about that. You, just, you should clean yourself off. Get this off No, he was clicking yeah. it back into the wall display. <laughs> Can you buy it to fives? <laughs> Here, buddy, you usually have this on you at all times. Click, click. Uh. Okay, so land a course and let's. Oh, yeah, the cargo bay is just a giant aquarium. <laughs> like with walls and stuff, you see fish in there swimming around, and there's like filters and things running and like feeders. bubbles going up. <laughs> yeah, little feeders. Nice. Oh, let me sneak up with our life support. <laughs> the fish are big. They're like, uh, I don't know, probably the size of your arm. They look like basically sockeye salmon, but big and modified and like. Weird, like they have like glowing spots on them. And so stuff. basically, like expensive as koi. And we're, yeah. Uh, and you guys got uh, what was it? Twenty-eight tons of fish. <laughs> Twenty-eight tons. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot in there. <coughs> Did we also get shit that we're gonna put in the things? No, we spent all of our money, so okay. we don't need. Those. We spent all of our money. All our money on fish. Yeah. So, you know, let's hope we don't get shot or anything. If we lose these fish, all of them, we have to start from scratch. Oh, suck. Yeah, yeah. Awful. We'd have to, we'd have to go scavenging to get our seed money. Yeah. And then we'd have to start trading, like, cloth or, I don't know, dirt. Or, you know, get jobs, get, like, you know, shipping contracts. Oh, my God. <laughs> A nightmare. What are we going to do next? Uh, get hired off by people to ferry them across the universe? I mean, you just yeah. you should just do the Maltech run. <laughs> At that point, yeah, basically. I'd rather die than go back to working contracts. <laughs> <sighs> All right, later, course. Let's get us the hell out of here. Okay, Captain. And we're back. So, course laid in. You guys are heading for the Solaris, which is in the Jolius system. The Jolius system, home to religion. <laughs> it's basically what it's famous for. It has the most amount of, you know, God. They worship a smiling God. A bright, happy, smiling God. Their missionaries are basically everywhere. They show up on other planets and are just around. Another place that is super religious is um, New Eldergard, but for different reasons. See, like, bright, smiling God sounds nice, but the way you say it... Like, you're thinking happy face sun, but I'm thinking the sun from Super Mario. Like, imagine a photorealistic sun in the sky that's really close with a giant, smiling, flat-teethed grin and big, like, red, like, veiny eyes. Just like, chasing you. Chasing you for that key. So yeah, we fly by the Radon Twins, which is the home of the Fool and the Hull installation. Oh yeah, that's a twin system. Yeah. And then we jump two hexes to get to uh, Jolius. How long does it take you to get to the Jolius system? Um, one day from uh, the... Plant edge of the star. Plant edge, edge, one day to Radon Twins, two days to the Jolius system, and one day to the planet. So. For five days. Perfect. Yeah, well, you gotta week amongst yourself. There's fish. In the tank, hanging out. Do, do you guys hang out with your crew at all? Your friends? 
I mean, yeah, we do. <laughs> Monica's eating sushi at dinner one time, and like the captain comes by, it's like, Monica, what the fuck? That's our profit. Looks only eight to three. Those are expensive fishes. <laughs> we have tons of them. Expensive. You're telling me that if we were shipping paleo lobster, you wouldn't have some. Like one or three. <laughs> Cockroaches? Yeah, paleo lobster. Mm. They're really good in butter. That doesn't sound good. I've had it. It's pretty nice. <laughs> well, I didn't have it. I had a uh, beetle chip of it. Mm. Yeah, synth chip. Some, uh, what do they call them? Space barbarian corpse was found and it was drilled into his head. It was a list of experiences and memories that were preloaded into his uh, memory cog. Pulled it out, they flash copied it, sold it as a meal. <laughs> so, he's in a house. It's made of thin walls with cotton candy on the inside. And there's a tree. And it's, it's dead, but it's alive? He knows that. And he puts the lobster in the pot, and it screams. And then it cuts them at the table, and they have this this bird, this this like raptor, like a dinosaur bird skeleton. And him and the kid, they, they both have a part of the bones. They're not eating the meat; they just want the bones. And they're pulling on it, and they're yanking on this 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 bone. He has a handle on it, and the kid snaps off a bigger piece. And instead of like immediately eating it, they just laugh and speak. Um, oh, what's it called? They speak Euro-capitalist or something, and talk about talk about some sort of wishing. The lobster was great, though. That sounds really bizarre and really interesting. Space barbarians, <laughs> man. They were nuts. <laughs> but the bug was good. They just drizzled that thing with butter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she finishes her her sushi. I'm not going to put it back now. It's already dead. Fair enough. You know, that's not she has chopsticks, but they're three chopsticks. She's like, come on. Come on. Can't you still want to try? Yeah, new experiences. What, sushi? Yeah. 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 She's eating with three chopsticks because it's the future. But it's already dead. I'm going to just right? make some eat now. <laughs> Actually, for parasites. No. What is that a thing? I mean, how would I check it for para? What did I give it a physical? I just fished them up with that net over there and put them on the grill. I mean, presumably they don't have anything horrible in them, considering they're made to be fooled. Mm hmm. <laughs> Monica does this big dramatic thing where she grabs her chest and acts like she's like something's in her stomach trying to crawl out. Uh, and totally commits to it for about 15 minutes and actually causes a medical emergency before she uh, reveals it was all a joke. You can choose whether or not you bought into it. Like, she acts like she has a chest burster. Right? Oh and my god. Like, she does the whole thing. Oh my god. Chest burster phobia is a thing on free merchant ships. <laughs> there are a lot of stories about it happening. <laughs> I just read my gum. Yeah, yeah. They're screaming. People are sweating. Like, it's like gets flipped over it. Fifteen minutes. I mean, that's fine. We've got you know, someone that can resurrect you know, dead people, so she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Don't. 
You don't believe that, do you? <laughs> He's like in the middle of stabbing someone. Wait, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get another, right? <laughs> I'm going to shoot her through the chest, kill whatever's killing her, and then we're going to bring her back, right? Right? <laughs> so we get her share, right? I killed her. <laughs> you keep what you kill. And Cam's like, no! Oh. <laughs> Everyone has a good laugh after that. But it's a she commits full on. Oh my god. Uh, she's like toweling off her face because she like let herself drool and stuff and she was convulsing and shit. It's like <laughs> learned everything I know from home. Cause they'll change. Oh my god. <laughs> uh yeah. How is home? You know. Covered in the living dead. Yeah. A mall opened up next to my uh, tower that I used to live in. Oh, that's nice. They sell guns. Great. I really want to pedal some of our guns. The smiley faces on them and sharp teeth and... <laughs> no. No, crossbows are in vogue nowadays. I suppose. I guess with that kind of thing, you don't really need speed. Just wait it out. Yeah. Just wait it out. Yes, after, you know, amount of time in hyperspace, uh, you blip into the Julius system. Awesome. The Julius system is a yellow dwarf star, much like the fabled Paleoterra. And yeah, there's Solarius. It's a. I have to actually look up what this planet looks like. <laughs> now we're back. Solarius is a larger planet as far as like habitable worlds go. Uh, it has oceans and lots of large, stretching, interconnected continents that have like rivers and lakes and things all over them. Uh, the first thing that's apparent about it is that it has an atmosphere, it has an even kind of temperate biome, so it's always kind of nice. Uh, but it's. Um, uh, equator is dotted with large mandate installations, like things you can see from space. Basically, uh, a bunch of large, what looks like oversized satellite dishes that must be you know, miles wide, uh, dot the perimeter and kind of look like dew collectors or you know big satellite dishes with like antenna and stuff in them. And they're constantly from orbit. You can see them thrumming a uh, a sort of pink in pink neon red color. Hmm. They're condensing from the atmosphere. Interesting. Yeah, they're grabbing element X. Mm. That's how they do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those mandate installations are superstructures from before the screen that heart do our harvesting and whatnot. Uh, the planet, like, okay, specs from your scanners, the planet has um, billions of people on it. Uh, no uh, biosphere. The, yep. uh, the local ecosystem, like the animals and plants, die. They're just gone. Most of the food on uh, Solarius is either imported or like, you know, well, no, it's imported. Or people import like startup operations like cattle and fish and stuff or like bug farms basically because bugs are actually really easy to grow for food and just try to balance out because the population is still growing. Jeez. Um, when like pictures or like satellite scans are brought up of the area, uh, outside of the mandate, tech, you know, installations, it shows just, like, normal habit habitable cities and stuff. 
Uh, you know, they're like cobbled stone and brick with like giant black smog factories for making pig iron and stuff. Uh, this place is going through an industrial revolution. They don't, like the best they have is like coal engines. Tech level two. Yeah. So it's like basically all of it is uh, Industrial Revolution London, except for the giant space satellites. Dishes. Well, shit. Meh. Yeah, Captain gets on the comm, and uh, yeah. There's uh, there's only a few spaceports that free returns are allowed to really touch down on, and you guys have to pick up element decks, so yeah. it's not like you can just drop in wherever to drop off the food. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he hits up the comms, find, uh, reaches out to his contact, um, yeah, after a few hours, comes back. All right. Got us a seller. Perfect. We also have the buyer. Uh, That's what I was going to ask, but I'm like, maybe I just missed that. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, a seller for purified element decks. That means good. And I was able, and we have a contact lining up to get us the permits to sell the imported food. Perfect. So, we touched on now, or do we wait in orbit first? Uh, it could take a little while, they're just sorting it all out. Um, I just gotta get the currency side of it dealt with. Okay. Do you guys wanna, I don't know, hang out in the ship, do that? Kinda just shrugs and goes back to the cockpit. <laughs> I mean, at least here the air is breathable. Breathable down there. If you want, you know, miner's lung. I'm pretty sure all, none of us are children, <coughs> Gaius. I mean, have you seen Monica? Who? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, Captain comes back. He has been able to sell off the fish to a fish farmer and Ooh. get that business set up. And he's exchanging that for currency, which then you guys will have to exchange for all the tax. So, let's see what he was able to sell it for. Okay, Captain comes back. He tried to negotiate for a better price and fucking fucked it up. Uh, but he's like, okay, uh, no, they, they, wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't go. They were just going to say no and let the fish die. And uh, we lost all our profit. So they play hardball a little bit harder than I could. They're, uh, they're more willing to let uh, the people in their area starve than they are to give us a higher profit margin. Man, what assholes. Uh, the quote I got was, people starve every day. How's your investment portfolio looking? <laughs> Jesus! See, yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> See, this one I, gotta, I gotta go to my cabin for a little. See, this one wish they got some non-perishable luxury goods. <laughs> Waiting them out. Captain goes to his cabin for a bit to collect himself and cry a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain. Comes back. His mighty trade two skill. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I was able to make the sell. We kind of got screwed a bit on the permits uh, for importing, but it's all good. We had to eat some of his uh, business license cost. But uh, here's, he like throws some, he throws a data pit at you. It's like, what do we make off of it? 1,260,000. Pretty good. So we got to reinvest that in Element X. Yep. Which, I got a guy lined up, and we already got permits lined up. Shouldn't eat too much of the things. He owed me a favor. So, it's perfect. Great. We just need to find out uh, what purity we want to buy and how much. Well, we only have so much money to work with. Like, how much is that thing selling for? Look it up. 
Elmatex is in demand on places building star fleets. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bellator, uh, I want to say Aoun? Probably. The, the Mandate Exchange Base, that, that, that's that uh, conquering uh, fleet. Eden. Yeah, Eden. They love that. It means they don't have to import from out of sector. Which they do. Have you ever seen their import? No. I was there once. A while back, I was on the. I was dealing with the exchange because sometimes uh, some people I know we do uh, deals out out sector. Mm-hmm. You know, like like entire you know gulfs of space away. Well, we were in orbit doing a bit of business when their their freighter came in. It was a command carrier, like 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 as big as like those old you know pre-screen warships. They had scavenged it and used it for cargo running. Thousand crewmen. That's nice. The cargo bay was full of free merchant ships. And like scouts and stuff. Jeez. And like planet in, in industry things. Apparently it drops in, I don't know, I think, uh, I didn't get a number, but it had been a few years since it had come back. So Huge. Think. Tons and tons of cargo. I suppose. It was stuck up. We don't want those guys around. They're gonna they're gonna outcompete the shit out of us. Yeah. I think if we sold the Bellator might be a good run. What do you think of Bellator? Yeah. I mean they've got some cyberware. Could probably peddle that. Cyberware. I mean everybody know. Or military stuff. If I pedal that somewhere, you know. Everybody loves their guns. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's describing a capital ship. Mm. Sounds like a carrier. Yeah. Mass 100. Yeah, if our, if our captain was piloting that, he'd squander half of that space. Junk. Right? Every one point of mass is uh, 2,000 tons on a capital ship. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so even half of that was cargo space. <laughs> Jeez. Outcompete. <sighs> one day... One right. day. And that's just with the basic cargo space fitting. There are there are other fittings you can do. I mean you can just put that space optimization mod on it and it doubles it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Eve, bitch. <laughs> oh, Eve's is so much fun. I bet it is. <laughs> do you want to be a space trucker? Yeah, a million tons of cargo if half of it was free. Cool. I think that's almost a modern day tanker, or a bit more than. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> close. Yeah, a million tons of fish. <laughs> uh, the question is, how long would it take to produce all that much? Jeez. To produce it? Oh my God. I mean, uh, some people say that oh, for like every five thousand people, you get one ton of stuff being produced, like. Solarius could produce you 400,000 tons 
per week or two weeks or whatever or per month yeah so yeah they, they'd wipe out local economies they just like to find someone to buy all that crap jeez so yeah we could sell it to them they don't get uh, deliveries from home very often hmm plus you know if we want it we could cash in for actual money well we're gonna we're gonna harvest a space hulk right yeah who can we sell space hulk salvage to I mean, probably the same people that are building spaceships. Hey, you know, these are working parts, right? All right, we'll figure out out of those ones who'd be the best one then. Okay. Because we're going to have Space Hulk salvage. We need to get rid of that. Astronautic. Only one place likes them more than average, which is Bellator. Okay. Oh, it's only 50. Oh, no, it's 2,000 tons per one. <laughs> okay. Huh. All right, so... Uh, we need to offload this fish. Have the cash. Go get the other eggs and fill up some of our cargo. Yeah, all right. I got to see what kind of refinements we can get for it. I'm just going through uh, my contact information here. He, uh, he leaves for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> uh, well, we can't help him much with the deals because there's no internet here. <laughs> Fucking Victorian era planet. With chimneys and plagues. Yeah. Look, a <coughs> look, an old man died. But look over here, a computer. <laughs> All right. We can get uh, industrial quality element X by the ton for 200k. 200k per ton? Yeah. Okay. That's five numbers. So we get 6.3 tons of this. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not a lot of the cargo hold. And this stuff is stable. Great. You know, like, uh, like he's been trading stuff he's like he like goes into his like storage area takes out like a small slip of like neon red and pink stuff that's glowing audibly <laughs> audibly like it's making a <laughs> sound so yeah this this is uh this is not industrial grade this is like the kind of stuff you buy from the market or whatever no you can use it for like adding gun sights or fixing up lasers but it's totally inert you can like hit it with a hammer or whatever yeah, it like, kicks in, like, visibly flinches when he does that. <laughs> Jesus Lord. It's perfectly safe. Well, this won't spoil like the fishes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tear that down. We'll get Monica off to do that. <laughs> All right. So, I'll go and make the transaction. Uh, yeah, I guess we could dock. I guess we could land, because we'll have to offload the fish, and I'll go make the deal. Okay. Land. Alright, let me pause. So, the space maggot lands. The landing pad is a clear field uh, that's barren and doesn't have like any foliage growing on it that they've cobbled and like covered in resin and stuff to kind of smooth over and like pat down with like, you know, rough kind of concretes and whatnot. 
Uh, but it's big, it's circular. Uh, there are other ships landing and taking off and stuff. It basically looks like an old um, uh, biplane field. Cool. Yeah, hey, you guys kind of land, and your landing struts on the on the ship kind of crack down a bit into the ground because they don't have a spaceport. So if you don't have atmospheric landing, you can't deliver your goods. <laughs> just that's something like you know, space based parachutes on it, just airdrop. It's all a logistical nightmare. Uh. A logistical nightmare. Good thing you guys have atmosphere uh, landing. You could land on the water. No, because you need atmosphere landing to have the aquatic landing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even though if there weren't landing pads here, you need the thing to land, or else your ship would crash and you would die. You specifically. <laughs> Everyone else would walk out, but it'd be some final destination shit with you. Um. Welcome to, you know, a gross city. It holds a few million, million people in it. It's all cobblestone and bricks and some old metal that's been shored up with stone. There's windmills and factories and gas lamps and people in ridiculous clothing. And, like, those channels cut into the street where sewage runs down. I know, I'm sorry, but you chose to eat in the middle of Lagdon Gross World. Welcome, Vic. I mean, it was a jewelry art world. I thought it would be fine. I thought there'd be glitter and unicorns. I haven't gotten to there yet, Nicole. What is a planet worse than Bellum? This place isn't worse than Bellum. Technology, it is. Yeah, actually, yeah. They have more technology on Raider World. They've mastered gun. Uh, But yeah, you know, there's a lot of people wearing leather and corsets and stovetop hats. There's some actual, like, British, like, guards with the big black hat thing and the red coats walking by, and there's no real reason for it because this isn't Britain. Uh, lots of houses that are rammed together and are, like, thin and tall and are just stacked. And, like, chimneys pouring out smoke everywhere. The air here is acrid. See, I told you guys. <laughs> Should we get a... Gas masks? Whatever. The cab's like, yeah, you can if you want, but, you know, you're gonna die anyway. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, how old are you? 30? 20? I don't remember how old he was supposed to be. Oh my god, Nicole. I actually don't remember. He's um, like... I mean, you have like five years of military service. You're really so. committing to this role. I think he's like 30. Alright. Yeah, you know, you're like 30. Then you're a lot closer to 40 than you were to 20. <laughs> okay, it just sounded like, you know, there was some kind of secret thing that was going to happen where something, something, Hicks isn't going to die, you guys are going to get I cut of the profits this time. <laughs> yeah, your metallism slows down, you get a punch, and your hair starts falling out. <laughs> that's uh, that's, that's the secret. That's what's going to happen. My hair's not going to fall out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> the future is ours, old man. <laughs> the cabin's not even that old. I think he's 40. He's <laughs> not even that old. I mean, he's from Luxuria. I mean, you're allowed to be kind of depressed from there. Maudlin. Like Alan Alda. From MASH. Anyway. Uh, can I just 
lights of smoke and ugh. people start coming up to your ship. You know, they have like paperwork and like parchment and stuff and pens and they're signing stuff off and whatnot. People are starting to unload the cargo from the cargo bay onto like carts with oxen driving it. <clears throat> Yeah, a small mob of, like, paperboy children start to swarm you guys. Shine your shoes, Gov! Are you pulling a gun on him? No, I'm keeping my hand on my wallet. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> right. toss him, like, credit or whatever. And, and they scrabble over it. Yeah. Like the urchins they are. <laughs> They shine your shoes, they try to get you a you know a paper. It's like, do you want to know what the news is, Gov? I sure do. They start giving you rumors. Cool. I'm gonna write those down. Got you got it. Yeah, that's an axe that they put on. They don't really talk like disaffected <laughs> Oliver Twist orphans in real life. <laughs> Only when the tourists are here. Because <laughs> we love it that way. Well, I can help, sir. Are you looking for a son? No. Not unless he's psychic, but then it wouldn't be a son. It would be just be an apprentice. Oh, that's all right, Mum. Lord, <laughs> sir. Gov. <laughs> we'll just all go back to the orphanage. I mean, we could do with more administrators, but... <laughs> oh, now you want to buy children, not when they were raider children. I mean, do we have some like a little baby with a hockey with like a hockey mask covered in blood on walking towards you with screwdrivers taped to its hand? Right. It's like get away from me, kid. <laughs> get away from me. Uh, what do you want to sell more people to? What's the to Firma? I wouldn't be selling them to Firma. I'd be taking Firma would take these fucking merchants to be apprentices, but no, no, it's fine. It takes years to train apprentices, and we usually only like we intentionally take in people that are, you know, probably going to be psychic. Special. Show, yeah. We'll show the syndrome. You're not fucking special, kid. If you were, you wouldn't be an orphan. Oh my god. You might go crazy. The church will take you in. It's gonna be an inquisitor. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, signs of the city all around show ruins of a previous society that they've kind of built in the echoes of. This is basically a fallout world that kind of built back up to Industrial Revolution. So there's like, you know, places that are like half put together that were bombed, uh, made of like, you know, mandate material that they've like built out of and like rebuilt with stone and stuff. You know, old billboards, shattered pieces of like, like glass uh, display, uh, Monitors that would be like the size of like a building that's just been like chipped away over time and repainted and stuff. Like you're pretty sure one of the, the buildings you guys walk down as you're walking through the cobbled streets. Well, it used to be an old spaceship hole that's been like gutted out. Well, these are industrious. <coughs> yeah, what do you guys want to do while you're on this planet? The cabin's getting the, uh, the element stuff done. I guess the big question is, do you want to spend like two weeks here, Hicks, and do get your contacts up? I mean, yeah, I'm always looking to stay places. Like, my character specifically likes 
getting as much information from a place as he can. So yeah, I like staying places. I like making friends in the new in the local place. It's gonna take a lot for the cab and get clearance to buy the material because that material is usually only sold to like big bulk sellers. So he has to go through a few permits basically. Oh my god. So you guys are probably down here for a few weeks anyway. Excellent. Okay. Yep, I'm gonna be learning everything I can about this place. What do you want to know about this place? Ask me some questions. Some simple questions, one at a time. Explain the religion to us, maybe. Uh, Juilliardism? Mm -hmm. uh, Juilliardism is the belief in a smiling god that's always around you and always watching you. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a perfect stand-in for a religious oligarchy. Where a, where a higher caste of bishops and clerics run the mandate technology on the planet and treat them as temples and add religious affectations to them as a way to control the uh, production of the planet to sell off the world to keep themselves in power. Okay. The priests are eccentrics because they have to know how to use mandate technology, but they also deify everything. Oh, and also they're around element X all the time, so they get peculiar. Jeez. So, what effect does it have on people? Oh, pro oh god, probably cancer. <laughs> okay. At least they're not going crazy crazy, just... No, no, this isn't a bellum situation. <laughs> like, you'll you'll see some of the smiling priests, and they're like, they wear, like, pied clothing, so it's like a base white with, like, rainbow shapes and colors on them. Uh, they're just kind of like jesters or clowns, basically. And like with big long coats and bells on them and like they'll have like things jingling off of their coats that are element x gems that give off audible light i just mean that thing on their faces as well so their face would be glowing in oh you don't see their faces uh, uh, most of them have metal or wooden masks that are a sun mask with a smiley face with like big flat bigger for than the most should have teeth smiling through like big happy eyes that are like half moons but yeah, the element X when you see it like in its natural state, it, it 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 it's bright in an audible way. The light it gives off makes sound. It's like an angry bee. Cool. The whole the whole ship will be vibrating with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, they basically pass off all their advanced technology as magic. <laughs> Like they'll like they'll like pour gasoline on themselves because they have flame retardant robes and they'll set themselves on fire and start telling stories on fire. <laughs> awesome. Or they'll build or some of them have laser weapons built into the mask, so they'll start like if people are getting up and if there's a criminal to be executed, they'll be like killing them with the angry gaze of God. <laughs> with uh, face lasers. Nice. It doesn't come from the eyes, it comes from the whole face. So, like, their chest cavity is burned with an entire sun and scowl and eyes burn in it. Nice. Some of them will float using grav tech. Some of them just are big. Some of them have obvious cybernetics that they've, like, ripped all the plating off of and, like, gussied up and shit. And it looks horrific. Jeez. Or they've, like, gotten the leather makers to, like, remake them with, have, like, tanned, like, leather and stuff and, like, put it back on so it looks, the hand looks... You know, not great. But clear, clearly mechanical sticking out of seams from, like, basically pigskin that's been turned into a glove for the prosthetic. Faces on it. They're crazy. Do you want to heal some people, Hickson? 
How many new people need feel in here? Oh god, yes. Constantly. Yeah, like all the fuckers. That's free. I mean the little, you know, or uh, uh urchins, whatever, from the factories with their limbs mangled and stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people getting mangled in industrial presses. Oh no. <laughs> That's horrible. There's no there's no OSHA here. <laughs> no one wears a vest. Like a like a bright reflective vest. What? You gave me cookies. I gave you juice. You gave me the juice? Yeah. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna pause this for a second. I got watermelon juice to drink. And we're back. Yeah, it's the watermelon flavored juice you can get from Subway listeners. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. But yeah, I know the the, the Jolyrites, the clerics, the, the the religious oligarchy. Yeah, they're manipulating people with technology. Some of them even pass themselves off as being, as having the inner sight, like they're psychic, but really they're just using like grat, like metal manipulators and stuff. <laughs> Clever girls. Or like they're brewing, you know, like alchemical potions and it's just, it's just slims, <laughs> slap patches. Yeah, that's fair. So you want to make a contact here, right? Yeah. Who do you want to make a contact with? I mean, do the priests have any actual power? They sound like they do. Oh, they run this entire planet. Yeah, then I want to be friends with them. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. It doesn't have to be one specific contact. It's a yeah. network of people, but yeah. Okay. You don't want one specific contact to hang out with? Like, yeah, I do. But I'm saying it's not only one person. I don't, don't only make one friend per thing. Yeah. All right, you're looking for psychics though, right? Yes. Yes, I am. You get in contact with one of the priest cast who is psychic. Cool. I meant like psychics I could take to be mine, but yeah. I mean, he would be the guy that would lead you to them. Fair. I mean, yeah, but he has his own religion. I presume I he mean, wants his own psychic people. No. Anyway, I'm going to continue with introducing him. So you're brought into a tavern. The tavern, and it's an actual tavern, it's an actual goddamn tavern. I'm not even talking stereotypes. <laughs> um, the tavern is called Red Rocket's Glare. And inside, uh, there's like a private kind of back area for the clergy that's anointed for them and stuff. So there's like talismans hanging down for anywhere, scrap metal, oh, batteries. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they love the sound. <laughs> Some of them get like piercings in their ears for it, so they can always have the sound of the, the smiling god in their heads. <laughs> My god. <laughs> right? My smiling god. Anyway, there is a probably 16 year old at the table in the back, not wearing his mask, shoving his face full of food, imported food, uh, and he has two sets of arms. One set is clearly cybernetic, and the other set is uh, people set. Okay. Like, these bastards are like, yeah, we don't care if our people starve. This guy's scarfing his face. He's 16. Down. There are billions of people here. Most of them are useless. <laughs> like, what are they going to produce? Some looms? Some looms? That was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to sell clothing. Yeah. You know this thing where you just pull out of a replicator? Yeah, they made it by hand. <laughs> How quaint. Yeah, he actually, like, his back, the, the cybernetics he has aren't very micronized, so it looks like actually a large back engine screwed into his spinal column that has the arms <coughs> coming out of it. 
and there's like exhaust, like uh, like vaporized water and stuff coming out of exhaust ports on it. Ooh. Yeah. Well, hi there. Hello. Shockingly loud. Yes. Yes. You're uh, the, the mind melter. I don't melt minds, but I am psychic. Well, you're going to melt some of this ice cream in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Have some, war man. Oh, no, no. Can you eat? Yeah. Yes. It's okay. just a people body. It's was, a Terminator body. I was going to say sure. Like, it's not a people body. It's a Terminator endoskeleton, but it's yes. not important. Picture him, like, like, leaking through the seams, and he's like... Uh, I'm sweating. It's hot in here. This is human sweat. <laughs> no, I'm probably just pooping the ice cream out uh, later. <laughs> it comes up in one of the iRobot stories, Caves of Steel. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, it's totally legit. Anyway, so I am one of the clergy. I am actually an aspirant, which means I have moved three purity levels above a belligerent. This makes me better. Objectively, <laughs> than everyone in this building. Definitely. I don't know if I'd hear that. No, I, I can say that because I, I yeah, it has a little Bible. <laughs> it has a smiling face on it that's crying that uh, that material and it's making that whoop, whoop, whoop sound. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> Man, we talked on the uh, electronic mail. Actually, I mean, I assume it's 77, but like... It is 77. Yeah. His name is 77. One of the machine hands comes down to shake your hands. After you're done shaking, the hands still kind of shake for a while, like long after your hands are gone. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> so, you're looking for, uh... People who are touching the head, right? Crazy people. Like me. Those affected by the syndrome, yes. Yes, I'm looking for psychic people. That's the word. We usually just call them heretics or mutants. Hey, Unless they're so clergy, in which case they're, you know, special. And God is okay with it. <laughs> Picks up the Bible. <laughs> like me! Yeah, they found me in some alley somewhere or some tank or whatever. I'm pretty sure I was cloned. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they just kind of put me in the clergy and now I'm important. It's kind of how we work too. You were born in a tank, too? No, I mean, taken to be in the clergy, and now I'm important. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, cool, yeah, yeah. So, like, your father must have been really old when he cloned you. Do you, like, die before you could transfer his mind into yours? Always happens. Classic clone problems. I don't know how to follow this line of reasoning. <laughs> So, yeah, I know, uh, I know a few, you know, people, like yes. us. <laughs> awesome, yeah, yeah. How, uh, how should I get in touch with those people? Through me, through favor trading. Ah. Standard thing, you want something, and to get the thing, you have to do a thing for me, and that thing will uh, be a thing. And then you get what you want. Excellent. So what can I do for you? This is the awkward part. I don't know what I want. You kind of put me on the spot here. 
if I don't make you do a favor for me now, then I pass me the opportunity to have literally anything I want taken care of. Anyway, we're back. Uh, yeah, so I have to get you to do a thing for me that I want. I definitely don't want to leave the planet. It's cushy here. <laughs> so cushy. <laughs> you have a spaceship. We do. And you can go through space. Yep. Which means you can run errands for me. Like what? There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a culture of animal people. You, you know, the, the war animal people. Yeah, they're... They were, like, we have, like, some of their hulls from when they attacked us, like, just littering dead cities. You know, those guys. The Narakians. The Narakians. So, here's what you're going to do. Mm. You're going to go to whatever godforsaken hole the Narakans were dropped off on. You're going to get them to gene whip up me, a animal person wife. With like a little fluffy tail, little ears. You know, make, make her my age. None of this raising a child nonsense. That's bullshit. Make sure to get him thanatosis. <laughs> No, cute, not whatever that was. Santos is, is a paleo Terran word for, for the god of death and release. <laughs> Sounds like that's a deal! And how many psychics will we get out of this? Uh, just all of them. All the ones I have access to. That'll be the deal. Which are how many? Like, I know of, like... He's counting on all five, of his, on all four of his hands. <laughs> uh, like six, I know of right now. But new ones are born every. Like a lot of people are born every day, not all their seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them could be. And I'll be your guy. Well, sounds like a long-term goal here. But long-term, it'll take like two weeks, right, with your space. Oh, I suppose. And that's where the captain will go. I don't really like the idea of selling a woman to this guy. That's gross and creepy. A tailored bride. Yeah, just have them make one. It doesn't even have to be like alive. It could be like an AI or something. I mean, go spruce up fives. <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. Look, they're good at gene engineering. So if you could get that and I don't know, one of those electronic people skeletons and put the skeleton inside the gene engineered skin suit and load it up with a not sentient program to be my cute animal wife, then no free will or crimes against sapiens are done. At worst, it's just really creepy. <laughs> but not for me. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. Jeez. I wanted to wear glasses. Are you this, Higson? 
Yeah, just means he'll probably have to make like an extra trip or somewhere to some place that makes electronic people. Do you? Kill bots. Oh man, I didn't even know that was real. <laughs> oh, but no, those are specifically sentient. Ah. No, they they also make things that aren't sentient. Oh, they just don't. I mean, fight make them. No, because it's not worth it. I mean, we went over this in that session. It's only worth it if they can know no, that no, they have. I thought that they didn't make. I mean, making VI is like oh, you make it and it's exactly the same. I think. There's a process of developing it. And oh, so there is. Some don't develop as far, and they're like, you know, that's... No, but, but the planet itself also just makes dumb expert systems. That's it. So, like, if you want to get a dating sim program from the planet, <laughs> they, they just sell those. Here, it's shrink-wrapped. <laughs> this is not a hard prospect. He just wants you to buy him, buy him a visual novel. That's, you know, interactive. I mean, I guess we could go to Bellator, so what are we get from here, get some weapons, go back to uh, Hukawam, get the VI, and make it swing back. Yeah. Th then you'd have to stop over at Animal Planet. Yeah. That's basically on the way. Look, just <laughs> as long as you stop by Animal Planet, alright? Much like a serial killer, the skin is important to me. Okay. I mean... Very specific. <laughs> yeah, alright. Perfect. <laughs> so tell me about yourself. Oh, uh, they found me uh, in a orphanage. It was really a tube I was cloned in. <laughs> um, and then they raised me in the churchy school, and then they found out that I was a crazy mind person and once they found out it was a crazy mind they decided they're going to try and kill me but then some of the ones that were also crazy minds decided to indoctrinate me into their uh mind magic ways i rose up the ranks three soul levels above belligerent and uh you know i'm kind of a big deal sounds like it all right what kind of things do you like to do I like eating, um, I like ignoring my religious studies, I'm a big fan of masturbating. I just figured that out a few years ago. <laughs> I'm 16. Uh, that was a revelation. What's the name of the exalted guy? I don't know who you'd be talking about. The one that's taking over the realm after the Scarlet Empress is gone. Oh, that little bastard. I don't remember his name. Uh, uh, other than that, you know, uh, I like studying machines. You know, the little spirit machines that do stuff. There's a lot of archives and records about them in the uh, temples. He points to the things dotting the horizon that are massive. Okay. That's probably enough to work on a, you know, personality. Oh, whoa. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'll have a package sent to you. There are many, many pictures and drawings and notes. Picture oh. the drawings from Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Reynolds. I was very generous. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and I'll, I'll have that package sent to you. You don't have to interview me about that. Don't you ever interview me about my robot animal life. <laughs> oh, what? It's not people. It's not weapons. It's not maltechnical. No, it's just... It's just... Uh, he's so... Uh. Well, as long as you get such people, as long as you get someone better. He's your contact! He wants to help you a lot. <laughs> uh, Bye. Didn't even ask what his mind powers were. Uh, yeah, I didn't. What are your mind powers, Mr. Man? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. <laughs> He's a telepath. Oh. You can read minds? Yeah. That's actually like the one that people distrust the most, and it's funny because that was my initial reaction too. Was to be like, mm. oh much? How much you have you read my mind, Sixon? <laughs> how much I hate you? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Starting to pick up how to do the the other thing though. He puts his hand out, and like a bowl full of butter kind of starts moving across the table towards him. He's like, come on, just a little more. Just kind of reaching for it, picks it up. Just reaches over, picks it up, starts drinking it. With like the food he's eating. Oh, short sure, pork. You want some? It's warm. No, I'm good. No, I... Fucking candle wax to coat your throat so you can swallow it better. He was actually cracking a beer pour in. <laughs> it's cider. <laughs> uh, I forgot how much I hated this guy. <laughs> You're like, oh, fond memories. Like, also, he wasn't, like, as sexual in the original games. It wasn't as gross. So, where is he from? He's just from a previous game he ran. He was a PC. Uh-huh. He was a jail there, right? It was mostly food grossness and kind of being annoying, but also, you know, really, like, hey, buddies! Now he's all, like, sexual and stuff. It's like, ah. Oh, this would have happened in a few years. He <laughs> oh. was always heading to this. It was a revelation. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Regin Foku. Oh no! <laughs> it was a revelation. I figured that out a few years ago. Is <laughs> the robot arms? Oh, the mysterious stranger. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> so yeah, I'll supply you with psychics. You supply me with my delivery. Perfect. So, uh, who are you people anyway? Like, uh, you're a you're a mind person. Where are you? F- where? How are those days? Yeah, I'm. Uh, my name's Hickson. I'm from Ponyla originally. Don't know what that is. Uh, it's a planet. It's a planet. It's cold. It sucks. That's why I was taken away from there and grew up on a different place, which was a different planet that I'm not going to bother you with the name of. Hmm. And uh, yeah. Learned how to master the mind, learned more about the universe and how it's all patterned out. This guy doesn't sound like he'd be interested in the math religion. No. <laughs> he does his own constant it's religion. Me. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not too sure where the smiling god figures into it. Is he, is he in the math? Is he hidden? 
Like mean, behind the couch? I mean, who can say? It's a very complicated pattern the universe is set up with. Alright, so how much gold do you take from the populace for you to give them this map? We don't take money from the populace, but every um, cartographer does send home a portion of their earnings to the church. To Wait, support. I send my... You send your own wealth to the church? The church doesn't give you other people's wealth? Yes. You might have this backwards. <laughs> you might have this backwards. <laughs> See, money makes people shitty. So we take it away from them so they don't have any, and then we keep it. But then wouldn't that make you shitty? Oh, no, we're pure of heart. We're immune to it. <laughs> He's, like, chewing on a chicken leg. <laughs> Orphans outside, like, just trying to waft the scent towards them so they get poor pull. <laughs> like the forks from, from the new Star Wars. Just like, oh. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you know, scent is just molecules of the thing you're smelling in the air. If you waft enough into it, maybe it'll fill our bellies tonight. <laughs> Please, good sir. Not us. We're religious. We're immune to it. <laughs> Animal girl. Fucking. Oh my god. Just take some of the cookies from here and just toss out the orphans. We can take it from the ground. No. That's horrible. <laughs> Throwing food into mud so they can scramble for scraps. <laughs> Lord Peter, who's the real monster here? Like, I definitely feel like I should help these people, but like, I don't know how much that is of me and how much that is of the character. Like, it's mostly just me. Yeah, I'm sure Hickson doesn't give a fuck. Like, he does in like a vague way, but I think it's more... I mean, you probably relate more to the psyche being brother as heretics, because that's basically your home right here. My home doesn't know that they're heretics, like, as much as, like, we think. Like, we thought that they got sent away to do government work, but that's not what happens. Oh god, your planet too? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, shows up a lot, I'm told. I should go to Ponular more often looking for psychics, because apparently they have a higher degree of psychics than most other places. Oh! Yeah, I should go there more to, yeah. Sounds like a plan, he says, lighting up his cigar. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense if there's a lot in your planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't want them. Exactly. Alright. I guess we'll get in contact when we get the delivery. Alright, I'll have the package sent to your ship and everything. So, you know, it'll, it'll have detailed instructions. <laughs> Fine, just do that. And, you know, I probably have five or six on hand that can just be dropped off at your ship. Excellent. I'm not opening that package. It's a cursed package. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a cursed thing. Thank you. Listen to the incinerator. It's dirty. It's like when you deliver to the VI or whatever creator, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Giving it to them. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here, take some of that out of the eggs, put it in so it vibrates. What? Oh, that sound is everywhere on him. He has it like built into his jewelry. He has it like pierced into him in various areas. His hands, like the machine hands, have it. He's crazy. So, like, how does that 
element effect being so close to them all the time? Oh, we can never tell. Science is not something that can be... It's, it, it seems all very scientific. And as we know, science isn't something that can be ever discerned or made knowable by experimentation. It's just beyond human grasp. The literal exact opposite of my entire thing. <laughs> oh my God. We'll never know what the what we'll never know what the collected elements from the from the old towers do, or how birds fly, or what causes diseases. Probably bad humors. <laughs> we need to drop a couple Promethean projects here. <laughs> oh, you want these guys to be in space? Nah. Uh, <laughs> projects? Promethean projects are for uplifting. Oh. I mean, it takes like a couple mil for a year to get like 10,000 people, then there's doubles. <gasps> so it'll be decades before the whole planet is like TL3. <laughs> oh boy, TL3. Television and internet. <laughs> this guy does not need the internet. <laughs> <laughs> He's just crawling around on his machine arms in this basement. Covered in hand sanitizer. I want to be pure. <laughs> oh, no. uh. Well, that's your contact. Yeah. You love this guy, right? Hickson probably finds him endearing. There you go. I think he's nasty. He is. He's just awful. <laughs> just, just, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, he goes over and dips his hand in one of the butter bowls and kind of just wrenches at one of the uh, rings on his, on his fingers that's a little swollen and just pops off a ring with that element on it that makes that buzzing sound just rolls it over the table to you. Yeah, it's like my personal signet. Cool. Yeah, I'm giving it to you. I'm like, what is it? You Gentiles. <laughs> you don't know anything about culture. <laughs> so it has a bit of that buzzy stuff in it, so at least I can figure that out. Yeah. Use my knowledge skills to be like, what even is this shit? Oh, that's the shit we're trading. I know what this shit is. Yeah, my god. What does exposing longness to this do to your brain, Devin? Something uh, like that? It's probably not good to have. <laughs> Something like that. You just, you just motioned at all of it. I mean... No, I motioned at my slurring see, that sentence, actually. I get a couple bunny rabbits, separated into two groups, put one of them in so okay, just fill with this stuff, <laughs> and see who's on. Remember this each other first. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Experiments, science. But yeah, what, you have science? Do you have science? Do they have that skill? I have Is knowledge. there a science skill? I have knowledge, I think. No, or, yeah. Yeah, I have knowledge. I have no. Just, just no? It just does it? Yep. Yeah. That's all the sciences. I don't know, roll no. Into wisdom. I don't have any more <laughs> Either one, I don't care. Roll it! Two decent sixes plus zero. I'm gonna start to science this ship and get back to your ship. Seven. Probably. Do you have like any pluses at all? Nope. No zero and modify zero. Alright, well, doing like a scan for, for it and checking your database and just doing an exotic element sweep. Man, you do not want this stuff anywhere near a person. <laughs> what does it do? 
causes uh, it, it. Okay, you'd have to be on a person for a long time in a large amount of quantities, but it causes a lot of degradation to the parts of your brain that control impulse control. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot. It of explains sense. everything. Yeah, their whole religion is based off of uh, that. Shahid. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh. <laughs> All right, I guess that's that. Well, time for me to hit the dusty trail. He skitters away. <laughs> oh, let's see what the captain have to figure out in the meantime, I suppose. Yeah, you spent a bunch of weeks pen palling with this guy. Yeah, definitely. Like... Out of character, I don't really care to know more about him because I mean, he's horrible. But in <laughs> character, <laughs> I used the word gentile earlier. I meant to use the word secular. <laughs> I think they mean the same thing, but secular makes more sense if they're like a big spooky religion. Yeah, I think I know gentile is. I think the Jewish name yeah. for not Jewish people, but. It's yeah. not inaccurate. It wasn't inaccurate, but it's not the word I wanted to use. I wanted to use secular. I just got them mixed up in my head. <laughs> you awful there. Anyway, you get back to the ship, and uh, let's see here. Oh, the captain's mad. He's uh, he he like hangs up the phone on the ship like hard. What's wrong? We're back. We had to pause. Anyway, you asked what's wrong. The captain uh, is like, we, uh, we're screwed. Why? Our permit was rejected. Uh. After we paid for the product. Okay. Yeah, we just got screwed big time. Guys, we lost everything. Fuck. How do we get that? I'm figuring that out now. But we had everything lined up. Everything was fine. We had the permit, which we had legal right to buy the stuff. We bought the stuff, and then when we were looking for delivery, we don't have a permit, so they confiscated it. Hustles. It's not ideal. Hmm. I have my contact. I'm talking to her. We're going to meet up with her at a... There's a club for people in that part of the industry. We're going to meet there. She's going to suss it out. She has a solution. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, so who's coming with? We don't... I don't know if we want, we want, I want to have people stay with the ship. I mean, I guess we'll leave Fives with the ship and the rest of us can go. Fives and Monica, I don't want a gun not being on board. Hmm. Fine. Okay. Okay, we're meeting Penguin. We have to meet her at, uh, it's like a, it's like a bureaucrat club. It's called the, um, it's called the Cut to a bar, like a tavern bar, made out of stone and metal, and twisted around it like uh, thorn bushes, is an emoji of like a face with like straight teeth going <sighs> Like it looks like it like, said something really uncomfortable. <laughs> the name of this bar is the Uncomfortable Emoticon. Oh my god. <laughs> there we go. The uncomfortable emoticon. <laughs> Alright, you guys walk in. Uh, this place is wood paneled on the inside. 
So there's like actual like like RV camper wood paneling all over it. <laughs> the bar, the chairs, the tables. There's an old pool table that's been like stacked up with like books and metal and stuff, and even it's been like plastered over. Uh, red velvet is also upholstery in all of like the furniture and stuff. Like velvet rope, red velvet. Uh, there are pictures and paintings and um, like old TV screens that only are on dead channels that are flickering different colors because they've been kind of like pressed in and stuff to make that pattern. So there's like dead snow light everywhere to light this place instead of like fluorescent bulbs. Like some of them have like screens swinging from like chains. <laughs> Different, oh. different kind of buzzing sounds. Yeah. Oh, you can hear that everywhere from these people. All these people, they're not, they're not like like priest castes of the religion, but they're definitely part of the um, the administrative caste. Like they're paper pushers. Mm -hmm. Like all of them have like brooches and cloaks, and some of them have like even like like one of them, one of these people has like a fake eye with like a leather strap holding it in, made out of that stuff, and it's buzzing. It's right by your eyes. That's right by your brain. It's pushing it there. <laughs> yeah, the strap is there to hold the fake eye in so it doesn't buzz its way out. <laughs> making audible light. It's not making a buzzing sound. It's not vibrating. The light is giving off sound. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you walk in, the captain, like, yeah, just takes it all in. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Paleo Christ. <laughs> Classy. All right, don't touch anything. You don't know what you're gonna catch here. You notice that the wood paddling's been uh, put up improperly. Instead of it making like a nice straight square or rectangle pattern, it's done in like hard right angled zigzags everywhere. And like, there's been like dividers put in to make it really obvious when light catches it. So everything has kind of like a bad broken TV screen look to it, even in the wood paddling. It's really not nice to look at, especially with how it's lit and flickery. Yeah, you guys walk up the red velvet steps to a loft that's just kind of, um, this place is like three, four stories of just like open concept. And yeah, there is a woman. She's sitting in a, um, she's sitting at a table the table has a vase. In the vase is a uh, large plastic bulb full of bees, and they're making a buzzing sound in there, and there's like sugar dripping into it. <laughs> so it's like a flower vase full of bees. Everything buzz. Why do they like buzzing so much? I mean, what old would you like to have a buzz? It's like when you have a rash and you scratch it too much. That's basically their entire lives. <laughs> what? I don't even know what to make of that analogy you just said. Anyway, uh, she is drinking a drink. It's in a. It is a beer in a beer stein. Uh, it doesn't look oh. like it fits here. Yeah, bear stein. They're very good. <laughs> uh, she is a woman. She's in her mid to late twenties, probably early thirties even. She is very thin. Uh, not under. Fed thin, but someone who looks like there's something wrong with them, like, like they have space radiation cancer, <laughs> or they're just weird or a mutant. Um, but she's thin. She's wearing priest robes. Um, she's not actually wearing one of those masks. Um, 
Her mouth is a bit of a Glasgow smile, but not like in a scar tissue torture kind of way, in that it looks like she had work done to have her smile extended up and even put, like, tattooed on the little rosy cheek marks at the very edge of the seam. Oh my God. So she opens her mouth to smile, her teeth, which have all been capped flat, show. And they're all, um, like, the, the tops of them, the crowns are all crowned in that material. So her mouth opens up to that vibrant pink and purple kind of blah. That's really cool. She has a really cool aesthetic, but like, oh my god. Oh, all flushing all the time. It's like my teeth are just thinking about that. Even when you're asleep. Oh. Even the bones. There's a massage of gums. Yeah, she's covered in like bangles and rings and earrings and stuff. Um, long hair, you know? It has like things tied into it that are made of that material. Oh, yeah. Uh, as your captain's walking up, he kind of nudges you over to her. It's like, that's Penguin. Mm-hmm. She's our contact. She's the one who's getting us the permit. Be nice. Okay. Yeah, she waves you guys down. Hello. Hi there. Hi. So, you're the crew from the boat. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, problem. You don't have permits. I I, I know we don't have permits. I'm even over this. Yeah, but you don't have permits because your permit's gone. You picked up your permit already. Someone has your permit that says they're you. Oh. Yeah, your permit's gone because you took it. So you guys are imposters. That's why your stuff was taken. Okay. Oh, this is such a low-tech world. There's, like, no way to track that. Good thing I tracked it. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you made an enemy of uh, Tall Space Julian. Tall Space Julian. Yeah, he's a level four aspirant. Three levels above belligerent. One level below your friend, 77. He's a huge that's right, he said he was three levels of aspirant. He was th- a third level aspirant, which is three soul levels above belligerent. This man is a fourth level aspirant. Because three is larger than one. Three eats, four eats three. Julian is more important than the other guy. You got it! <laughs> Yaha, my whole level. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Tall Space Julian? Yes. The, the guy who screwed you is Tall Space Julian. The person you're talking to is Natasha Penguin Seal. Seal might be you. Natasha Penguin Seal, NP Seal, NP Seal. Yeah. Do, do you get it? You're at the uncomfortable emoticon. Told us this is going to be a fucky one. Okay. So, Julian, not a big fan of foreigners at all. Thinks you're unclean. The, the scene then smash cuts to 77 in the bath eating cheesies. Right. Cuts back to her. He just doesn't think you're spiritually pure is all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So... 
Out of spite, because you helped me with my fishing operation, I own the guy who was doing the fishing thing, and I <laughs> deal with people. Yeah, penguin eat fish. <laughs> right? <laughs> because I help outsiders and far traders. I like far traders. You guys bring such interesting things to the world. He screwed me over, but not really. I still have my money intact. He's really just screwed you guys out of spite. You can't touch me. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, go and gun him down. Maybe? A permit's like a physical thing? Yeah, it's an actual physical thing. Okay. He has it. I mean, won't we get into some trouble for gunning him down? Yeah, you probably would. You'd probably go to jail forever. <laughs> well, that would suck. Well, he gave it to someone. I don't know who, but someone picked it up. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. I just, uh, that's the only information I have. I'm not really used to this. I deal with business and religion. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on the on the on, on God. He's a uh, you know he's great. Smiles. Yeah. Plus, I, I checked our book, and our book says if uh, the smiling God once came down from a mountain because there was a field of flowers, and the flowers uh, were begotten to him by a cow, and in anger he looked at them and they burst into flames and every firstborn uh, died of cholera and the lesson of the story is if anyone ever steps to you you step back harder and kill them ah so, so violence is the ultimate authority oh that's a really good way to that's a perfect way to violence is the ultimate authority <laughs> from which all the authorities got them yeah yeah you know it's like a, it's like a river like, the river has a source somewhere that feeds everything else, and that river is unbelievable amounts of physical violence and torture. Hmm. Just like the cows and the cholera. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it was like a 37-chapter parable, okay? I, I, I dumbed it down. <laughs> He's always smiling, like... Her natural state is she's smiling and her teeth are black lighting out of her mouth. It's all insane or it's just like going from one side to the other. <laughs> I think they constantly are glowing. I don't think I they mean, move. The question is, are they in her, sync or is it like... Some of them in, are in a different frequency. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's competing noises. <laughs> well, only thing about this, Captain. Oh, this is a big goddamn mess. So we have to get this stuff. Who do you give it to? How can we track that? Who would want this permit? Hey, I know a telepath. Wonder if he can help with that. Right, right. You made friends with 77. He's a hard nut to crack. Because he can tell that we just want him for his special powers and don't like him. Because <laughs> his special powers let him read minds. Yeah. Like, we'd probably be friends if he could get past that, but can't get close. And it would be a lot. We'd be using him for his freak powers. <laughs> That's like a whole hot button issue with him. You might not want to help us out with that. I mean, this whole thing discrimination. Maybe 77 would want to, you know, get some revenge on Julia. Maybe he crossed him as well in the past. 
I would provide no, he's a fourth level aspirin. He's a third level aspirin. They're basically in two different worlds. Okay. The, the spiritual cognition involved in those two levels are night and day. You know, they don't, wouldn't even know how to talk to each other. They're so different in advancement. Picture being like a literal like recolor of the same character when we talk to Julian. <laughs> <laughs> He's tall. <laughs> oh, like other Luigi style. Fucking Mord. <laughs> the uh, bar doors get kicked open. We look over. Six men, men enter. Even the women are men. <laughs> They're all mustaches and are wearing like men's clothes. <laughs> Six people enter. They're all bald. They're all wearing caps made out of denim. They're all wearing denim pants, a denim coat, no shirt underneath. They're naked, completely on their torso. Everything else is denim. Even their knives and their guns have been covered in denim. They have a. I, they all have tattooed on their chest the smiling god, but with like a like a circle and a cross going through it. Oh, they're heretics. And uh, they're coming on in. They're looking around. And they're they're not brandishing weapons, but they have them. And the bar Tiki's like, "Whoa, unclean." <laughs> I guess I move my seat so that you know there's a table between me and them. Oh uh, shit, that's not good. Out. Well, what's the problem here? Oh, well, first of all, they should have been arrested, and like one of them like like goes into his jacket and pulls out like paper. It's like, God damn it! They have a permit. Okay. Not your permit, a permit. So, can't arrest them. They have a permit to be heretics. Yeah, they're hard to get. <gasps> Julian, <laughs> you'd be the only one who'd stoop this low to give abs- absolvement, an absolvement permit to the Jean Jacket iconoclasts. These people are the worst. Numbers one through six. They were far traders like you once. Until Julian got through to them. They, uh, grounded his sh- They grounded their ship and made them live here for a while. Then sent them to re-education. Oh. But not a good one. It didn't take. Uh-huh. They're, uh, they're heading to the steps. Why are they here? Oh... No. I don't want to jack your shit up or our shit up. Well, not my shit. I have a perk. I'm fine. I'm also spiritually fine. They can't touch me. God would literally kill them if they tried. I thought Julian hated you, though. Yeah, can't fight God. <laughs> Wait, what's Julian going to do to God? Silly. Oh, yeah, they're coming this way. They're looking at you. One of those point a gun. They're uh, 15 feet away now. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> That's all I used to do. That guy just that guy just injected an adrenaline stim into his neck. Uh, yeah, you should probably roll initiative. You have to fight the Jean Jacket Iconoclasts, ex far trader heretics. Okay, how does initiative work in the system again? <laughs> oh, oh, let's pause and I'll, I'll offload this file. So, we pre-rolled the fight before we got to this duration part, listeners, because I think that just works better. So, we rolled initiative, and the JJ gang basically went first. Half of them, at least. Yeah, three of them. 
uh, opened fire on you guys, and uh, I think everyone mixed, ex missed except Hickson got winged. Yeah, Hickson got nicked by one of the guys. So yeah, they all pulled out crude muskets and started firing wildly at you guys in the middle of this bar. Uh, they also have to take uh, an action after they fire to reload. Yeah. A move. So they're just standing there in a line shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, then Gaius went first from our gang, and since he had some time on Firma to upgrade himself, his left arm unlocks himself, goes underneath it, and like a little gun trigger, and from the stub of his arm, he shoots his sheer rifle that's built into his armature now, and hits one of the guys and murders him silently. Yeah, that guy uh, detonates from the inside out from gravity damage. Yeah. And just crumples dead, and the other guys are freaking out. Yeah, and for my move action, I kick the table over so it's a partial cover for us. Uh, then other people, the captain and the other gangsters, open fire, and nobody hits anyone uh, until the boss, uh, who has an actual like higher tech level revolver, but still not even yeah. reaching tech level like three or four, uh, dives and shoots you. Yeah, so it hits, goes through him, five damage. And yeah, it goes through his built-in woven body armor. He's basically woven into his own skin of the term as well. Terminator. <laughs> An actual Terminator. I paid so much money for these mods. Alright, round two. Okay, whoops, we're not doing round two because we forgot that Nicole went. Nicole, what did you do? <laughs> okay, so I also got shot during that round, which I think you also forgot to narrate. No, I said you got shot. You got yeah. I said Hickson got winged. Yeah, I got shot. Uh, so yeah, Hickson uh, kind of froze at the beginning of the fight, which is why his initiative is so bad. Um, Look at that Ludo narrative. What? Um, okay. I was like, like, the fishman from Zelda? <laughs> oh, Nicole. So, Culture. <laughs> huh. So yeah, he uh, froze up a little bit, then got shot, so he kind of reactively uh, shot the guy who shot him. But he was shaking kind of badly again, so it didn't hit that guy at all. You're not, not built not, not, e not even close. I'm not a combat character. We left our guns on the ship. I mean, you left your gun on the ship. <laughs> no, I meant like our gun characters. Uh, our characters that are guns are on the ship. I told the captain. <laughs> okay. All right. Round two. Let's go to round two. Come on. Oh, it's just not launching. There we go. All right, round two. Uh, so none of the JJ gang hit anyone. It's a hail of gunfire, and nobody hits anyone, and the boss ran behind cover and fired and kept missing at you guys. Yeah, he basically grazed the uh, guy, but didn't hit him barely. Just that woman by the arm just pushes over. I, uh, I shot at someone, but I, I didn't hit The captain and uh, Gaius, though, they went straight to murder town. Yeah, we were the two of the JJs. Uh, Gaius, or not Gaius, the captain took out his laser rifle and pointed and shot the guy in the throat, and the guy's throat has a throat hole. Not his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Different. Secret hole. That's nice. So that guy dropped. Uh, people are freaking out, by the way. Like, this isn't just a static battle. People are now running and uh, getting out of the way because these guys are we're standing in line like lemmings because they have to use a move action to reload. Just shooting at your table, trying to shoot through it to kill you. It's <laughs> obvious. Alright, we're back for round three. So, the JJ gang, I think all two of them, open fire again and just kind of constantly miss. <laughs> I mean, didn't one of them hit me? 
No. Like the boss did, but we're not at him yet. No, folks. Okay, doesn't matter. Oh, no, yeah, one of them did. No, yeah. you're right, you're right. One of them did hit you. Fuck, this was five seconds ago, and I can't even keep it straight. <laughs> so, yeah, one of them hit me. The, then the captain killed one of them. I killed another one. <laughs> the captain rolled out of cover breathlessly and just started shooting wildly with his laser gun. Yeah. I killed another one. Hickson uh, healed me a bit. Yes. Then the boss dropped me back where I was. You used <laughs> your space magic. Yes. To heal his robot body. Biosionics. Metasionics. Biosionics. And that's it. Now it's just the boss versus us. Oh no, this guy's so fucked. Let's find out how. Alright, it's special double feature listeners as two entire rounds go by. <laughs> People exchange gunfire, and Gaius misses. Hickson heals Gaius. The captain shoots the, the boss member. The boss shoots Gaius, who was just recently healed. And then, and then Gaius opens fire with his auto rifle and just melts the dude's insides. Yep. And the fight ends. There's six dead dudes hanging out uh, all around you wearing denim. They're... What, what's we're looking for? The denim detrius of their dead, decaying deforms. <laughs> uh, so uh, pe- people are, are pretty freaked out, but the fight seems to be over. Uh, I just grab a drink. I start. Grab a drink. I start like fucking the. You know, slag bullets out of my pulse. <laughs> it's like a big slug of musket round. Ugh. It's made of lead. Ugh. I'll heal you more. Five. Eleven. All right, so the other 27 Jean Jacket game members rush in, guns blazing. <laughs> could you imagine? I could. Well, let's see what the boss had on him. And he... Stuff tying him to the Julius guy. I'm gonna sit behind the table that we flipped over and like, yeah, grab a drink. I'm just gonna sit, I'm just gonna sit here on the floor. Penguin goes over to loot with you. Cool. Uh, the so guy was like adjusting his, his like shirt and belt because they got all ruffled in the fight. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they have garbage on them. That's garbage that you don't want. <laughs> Okay. Uh, they have the currency, though, which is unrefined bits and shavings of element X. Oh, I guess that's... It's just handfuls of, of X chips. Oh, that's something. Local currency. And guns. Yeah, muskets. I mean, on this world, that's like top of the line. It is. I feel like an age of enlightenment. And I guess we could sell it, but I don't want it. <laughs> just toss it Gun pile. The gun pile you've been collecting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Penguin gives out kind of a startle and, like, doesn't stops touching his body when the, the permit he has kind of drops out. Okay. It's a small diary-sized book uh, engraved, again, with that material, like, on its, like, spine and, like, on its cover with, like, hinges and stuff. It's made of, like, metal and leather. And it's making that soft sound. This permit's a book. It's a permit that lets him walk around murdering people. You have a license to kill? Yeah. Cool. Can we... we don't have one of those. Hey! Well, take now it. we do. <laughs> now you have it. 
I don't know how that works, but I mean, presumably not like that. So, presumably not like that. So now that we have the license to kill, can we just go after the guy? That's uh, that's not what that is. No. It's um, it's it's a it's a it's it's hard to explain. It's like an office of station. Uh huh. So it means that you're part of the cast that's untouchable. Okay. Which they wouldn't have unless someone gave it to them. Well, yeah. Which means it's probably Julius's. I can't. I'm not allowed to touch it. He's in a different spiritual. It's this whole thing. Okay, I just grab it myself. Yeah, no, you're fine. You don't. You don't count. You're not people. Okay. Uh, it is called Resurrect Dead: The Jupiter Codex. Does it actually resurrect the dead? Yes, Nicole. It actually resurrects the dead. I mean, Look, over there, Santa Claus. And over there, Socrates. <laughs> it's in the future, Nicole. Santa Claus probably died of old age. Nah, <laughs> uh, he's on the other planet in the system with the immortal monks. Yes, the Resurrect Dead Jupiter Codex um, is full of... It's, it's bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. Cool. Uh, with also like the metal and like that, that yeah. and stuff. And yeah, it's all bass reliefs and like, like engravings on the page of like star systems and planets, like in the context of the smiling god eating them, like Unicron. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it doesn't really have information so much as it's like a fancy thing that people have to show that they're important. Okay. I guess I could put on a chain or something. Wear it on my neck. <laughs> Wear it on your neck. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I won't get space cancer. <laughs> no. Time cancer. Those death, sk- death sticks will kill me first. <laughs> These death sticks. <laughs> Which is definitely what crack and cigarettes are called in our version of this game. They're called death sticks. Us <laughs> <laughs> guys just smoke them. That's that's canon. Okay. It's canon. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha Penguin is like, huh, well, problem solved. How is this problem solved? Oh, just go to Julius and threaten to kill him or not give him his book back in exchange for your thing. Huh. Does that ha- is that how it works? That now we can? He's really screwed without that book. Ah. Hmm. Because it was his, and he gave it to a to a bunch of dead guys. So if he doesn't have it on him, does that mean that he's not protected by its power? It's complicated. Suffice to say, he's screwed. But I mean, if we put a couple of bullets in him, would that make us screwed, or...? Yeah. You probably make a case of temporary insanity because you have the book. Okay. Really... It'd be best to avoid a legal kerfuffle. Because then people get angry, we have to reinterpret the texts, and every once in a while, one of the bishops and the cardinals digs up a dead bishop and puts his body on trial. (laughs) So it's just, it's not worth it. Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess we should... Pay him a visit. I took my other arm, took a monoblade out of it, and start cutting their heads off. <laughs> why are you doing that? I mean, you have to return them, right? Why are you? Why? Why are you? Why are you doing that? 
to return it to Julius along with the book he wants? It's an intimidation tactic. You were in the war, Nicole. You were a soldier. No, I wasn't. I was a doctor. I take one of the damn jacket, just put the heads in and wrap them up. <laughs> this is him. <laughs> just hands and face crying. Like, just not looking. Like, just like, oh my god. Shallow breathing, you know, that you do when you're trying Your not time to, in the military. That you're trying not to puke. <laughs> your time in the military was kind of like MASH. It was fun and relaxing. His time in the military was a little more apocalypse now. Yeah, like my time in the military, I was a doctor, like, on ships and stuff, so I didn't actually see the combat. I just had people come to me afterwards, and I would heal them, and it would be fine. I mean, I still was on a suicide mission multiple times. Because I can die at times. You come back, and it's fine. <laughs> Okay, I guess we should make our way over to him and I guess Hickson can heal me in the meantime. Boop, 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 boop. Yes, I will heal. Okay. So, scene swipe, uh, Penguin goes to find Julian. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to stay in the bar or go to your ship? Where do you, want to, where do, you and your bag of uh, human scalps want to go? <laughs> <sighs> Shall we grab some more muscle for this? Or is this, is this good enough? If we have confrontation with Mr. Julius. Everyone... I'm expecting Julius to be 80 feet tall and made of gold. <laughs> He's not president for life, though. He's not president for life. The robot king. Yeah. Tyranitron. <laughs> How about we swap some people around so that there's more guns going to meet Julius? And I mean, I'm pretty useless in a gunfight, so I could stay and guard the ship. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Captain? I think you should be here since you're the healer. He uses the actual Paleo-Terran word healer, which you know the context of because it's from the context of massively multiplayer online games. <laughs> That's the word he uses. He uses, like, we need the heal tank and the DPS. We need the white mage. The mill tank. Don't fucking call me that. And I don't know what, I guess the Charizard, he says. <laughs> we need our mill tanks and our Charizards lined up. <laughs> Well, would you rather be a Chansey? Yes. Egg. Get your own egg. <laughs> Auto cannibalism. Oh, why are all the healers don't like that in in Pokemon? Imagine you saying to the Pokemon, "You grab a Chansey. Why are you like this?" Like the fucking Chanseys eat their eggs, and Meltakes drink their own milk and shit. Why are all the healing Pokemon like that? Like that. Okay, we're back. So yeah, the three of you, I guess, wait in the bar with your head sack. Penguin comes back about 45 minutes later. So you just, you just sit there at your bullet riddle, riddle table drinking. Yeah. Not thinking about the head sack in your communal inventory. Yeah. <laughs> I think the bodies are over there. Bleeding out on the fucking rug. I'm like specifically angled so I'm not looking at them. It's... Awful because even though you're trying your best not to pay attention, the blood is running into the the wood paneling and actually making those zigzag patterns everywhere, oh <laughs> like roots growing into a cobblestone street. <laughs> and the roots are made of blood. It'll get in the velvet, the velvet stairs. Oh my god! 
It's like the opening to Daredevil when the wax is pouring everywhere. <laughs> Except this time the met wax is not metaphorical blood, it's real blood. <laughs> Denim blood. Anyway, four hours later, Penguin waddles on up. I found him. Go on. He's two floors up. Really? She, like, points to the balcony, and you see someone, like, peeking over the balcony, and they put their head down. <laughs> okay. Take the sack, put it on the back. <laughs> Clickety-clack. <laughs> Let's go. Clickety-clack. <laughs> yep. You go and confront Tall Space Julian, who's up at the higher uh, enlightened Buddhist soul uh, level of the tavern. <laughs> The uncomfortable emoji. Emoticon. Tall Space Julian is, despite not going against the expectations, a tall man. He's not a short guy. He's not a person with no legs, no arms, and a robot suit. He's not in a wheelchair. He's not half an actual man in some sort of, like, you know, life support system. He's not a box of fries, because that's what a tall, that's what Julian fries are, a Julian. He's also not orange soda, an orange Julius. It's just also not a... Like a tall space Julian would be like a... His last name's not Fadig. Fadig? Siddig? Siddig? I fucked it up. It was Julian from DS9. Julian Bashir from DS9. Yeah, he's related, his actor's related to Con's actor. I know. I just want to say it to the listeners. Yeah. Anyway, he is dressed up in jewelry right robes, so pied, rainbow-colored clothing stitched together from different leathers that are gauche, and, like, the thread is gold and stuff, and, like, he has, like, amulets and diadems on his head that have the material in them. Cool. He's wearing the mask. He, he's, he's been sitting up against the balcony drinking the whole time for, like, a straw. Like from his drink through the mask. Hey, it'd be great if you gave us our permanent back. Oh, yeah. I caused a sack on the floor. up with the monoblade. Fucking paleo lord. You like playing catch? Fucking paleo lord. I mean, just give us the permanent. We'll be gone from here. Can I have my book back? I don't know. Definitely not until after you give us the permit. He like goes into his like bag that he has with him, pulls out a few of those glow gems, pulls out a permit. It's like printed on vellum paper and stamped and stuff. Give me the book. Hey, Penguin, can you make sure this is the right one? Oh yeah, it's totally the right one. Okay. It's printed on vellum. I mean, we went through an awful lot of trouble because of this, so what else he got? I mean, if we got the permit from the start, we wouldn't have to go through all this delaying our shipments and everything and, you know, getting the blood everywhere. <coughs> I could trade. You're, you're far traders. You like trading. <coughs> Yeah. I happen to know there are six perfectly good bodies just waiting to be picked up by an entrepreneur like yourselves. 
I don't laugh in character. <laughs> I mean, those bodies you're talking about are some heretics that could just take off your hands. It's trying. It's just trying to, just trying to reach for the book. I mean, just look out. He the, has the paper in his hand. I mean, I'll just look at the captain. I mean, oh my god, let's just give him. Let's just get our permit and go. Fine. When you're captain, you can put the screws to people that you kick the shit out of all you want. Okay, okay, I just want to leave. Okay. We just killed six people. Good job on that. You got a magic gun arm. I mean, yeah. You guys are military. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> Nicole used to the most like thumbs up. The awkward emoticon yeah. thumbs up. Okay. Alright, so, so. So military. So you give him the book, and he gives the passport, or like you, you trade it around in a circle or whatever. He just takes the book, and he just kind of he just kind of rolls over on the floor away from you against the wall of the balcony. Go away, leave me alone. I guess we go. Yeah, yeah good job on that, the captain. Oh, thanks. That was perfect. We killed those guys. They were awful. I mean, yeah, they had some awful guns on them, I suppose. Yeah, no. Well, imagine if they had real guns. He says, putting on some denim gloves he just acquired for no reason. <laughs> so, how much of this stuff did you get? So I can get the trade in. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have... Uh, with the permit now, we can get the stuff out of impound, and yeah, I think we got like six, seven tons of it. Okay. Pretty good. We have enough space for the Space Hulk. Which... Monica and Fives were checking out some of the uh, satellites in orbit. They do uh, information capturing and whatnot. They found a space hulk on uh, in the system. Perfect. There's a lot of them, but yeah, you have to kind of isolate their distress signals and like the the, the albedos bouncing off of their hulls and stuff. Yeah, it's a it's this whole thing. It's a space thing. So I think we got a pretty good lead on a space hulk. Cool. Anyway, Penguin, goodbye. Planet is terrible. Till later. Okay, I guess we. You guys, you guys get six tons of this stuff, which actually isn't that. There's not a lot of it. it takes up six tons of your house I mean, space. You always throw. Maybe we'll get a seventh ton for the money you have. Uh, when it is loaded on, though, it's all in like lead crates that have like spiritual, like 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 uh, what's the word? Sutras and like charms that have been like painted onto it and stuff. Seals, basically, made of, like, paper and whatnot that have been glued on. Uh, and even it just being on the, in the, what do you call it, the, uh, the cargo bay, you can still hear the light coming out of it. It's not super audible. It looks like they were able to muffle most of it. But yeah, apparently this stuff, like, the captain, like, he has, like, a little snuff box that he opens up, and there's, like, tiny crystals of the same purity. And when he opens it up, it gets brighter in there, and it sounds like uh, a jet engine going off from the Jesus. light. He just kind of closes that up. Yeah, it's not pleasant. I'll give you tinnitus. So, Captain. Yeah? How would you feel about going to, I think, call, and then to... Hmm. What was that? He was Iscaria. Ian. Mm. Yeah, Iscaria. Yeah. 
Pakal, and then Iscaria, and then transporting a, a sex robotic doll. companion <laughs> back to this place, and then giving us a trip back to my place. Hall installation. What's the uh, angle here? 77. I don't, know, I don't know what that is. A person we met okay. on the planet we were just on has six psychic people that he is going to basically give me so I can give it to my people. But huh. there's no money to be had. I mean, we could figure something out, I'm sure. Probably. I mean, six people don't take up a lot of room. No, no, but okay, so if we're... Why, why do we have to go to Hukou? They make VIs? Oh, oh, oh. Premium He like he like opens up a shelf on the bridge and takes out this little like wooden box that had like nails driven into it that he had opened up. Oh, you that shouldn't have opened that. That makes makes so much more sense. You uh, you should not have opened that. There was a so lot sorry. of pornography. I am so sorry. It didn't make sense. You know, there was like people that also had animal. It didn't make sense. They weren't doing the missionary position at all. <laughs> I wasn't used to it. It was shocking. <laughs> that blows the uh, theory of how he gets his female contacts out of the water there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that aside, alright. Um, well, we have the Element X. Yep. And... Go salvaging. Iscaria yep. is in the Naraka system, or is in Caparaca, right? Or Naraka? Naraka. Naraka. Naraka has Eden, and Eden are shipbuilders, and they have a mandate base and an exchange there, and the exchange has actual money. Hmm. I suppose. So we bring Element X. No, because we'd have to have the frame. Right? Yeah. Okay. No, your idea was better, uh, guys. We. Salvage the Space Hulk, then we can jump to Hukal, pick up what you guys want, offload the salvage to the Hukalites yeah. for, uh, you know, VI tech money. We could use a drone. We could use some drone systems. Sure. I mean, even if you grab the TL4 tech and bring it here, that might be useful for some people. You know, hey, that too. Oh, you know, they probably have, uh, we could probably do a ration run. Probably, yeah. You know? So we'll load up the rest of our cargo hold with rations after we get the salvage. It's an easy exchange. Put some mileage on the space, maggot. Then we'll go to the Naraka system. We'll offload the Element X. We'll get in hard currency and see what we can play around with there. You can guys can do a little interplanetary jump over to uh, you guys. I said you guys, not anyone named. You said you guys. You guys. I said you guys. <laughs> Don't fucking... Okay. Could jump over to Iscaria, get your endoskeleton um, rounded up with like meat and fat and whatever. And then we can jump back here. Pick up your people, go back to Hall Installation, which shares the same system with Defool. And if we have extra currency, we could probably do some purchasing on Defool. Probably. What does Defool have that isn't horrible? Maldi. <laughs> uh, they have a bunch of stuff. It's a. Uh, it's a pre-mandate civilization that's still functioning. Yep. Yeah. I don't know exactly what we pick up, but we could probably figure something out. I mean, they probably have some salvage. 
Well, we could just buy stuff from them. Like, there's people on the surface mm. who have, like, an economy. We'll see. P- people live on the fool, guys. It's not a dead world. It's mm. horrible, though. Have you been there? No. Have you been to Bellum? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to both. Spoiler alert. Bellum's worse. Oh, yeah, I never said it wasn't. That place was the worst place in the universe. So, yeah, we could probably do that uh, little side quest run of yours. Excellent. I'm sure the profits will figure, will shake out either way. Mm. Alright, well, let's get the hell out of here now that we have this humming, vibrating rocks. Yes. It's a mill worth of cargo right there. Yep. Okay. Alright. Set the course, guys. Let's get us out of here. Uh, you guys take off from the Victorian smokestack nightmare planet that's full of religion and clowns and people who masturbate, and you fly off into space, Firefly style. The screen goes black and created by Joss Whedon burns across the, sc- the screen. No, it doesn't. No, but it doesn't. Um, speaking of people who masturbate, oh, if God. it wasn't like it didn't, ca- oh, if it didn't cause like super cancer. That would be, like, an ideal thing for perpetual motion vibrators. Like, you would never have to change the batteries. They don't actually vibrate. I'm pretty sure they do. They don't. They just make a really obnoxious noise because the light is giving off sound. And what is sound in the vibration of the air? Yeah, it's not doing the same <laughs> thing, though. Uh, the, it, the sound is vibrating from the light. It doesn't make sense. Uh, whatever. You <laughs> fucks. But yeah, also you have the space cancer. Anyway, so that was episode, I want to say three. Yeah. Yeah. So I was Devin. Nicole. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.